Cooper immediately fucking. What are you doing, buddy? <laughs> it's just it's just his puppy nature. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hi, Corey. <sighs> How are you? I'm very very good. I'm super, but comfortably like exhausted after a long uh, weekend at Bitter. Yeah. Tell Amazing. all. Yeah. No. It I want to know. It was super. It was super good. I didn't get to do too too much uh, that first day because I was um, I was doing merch for Second Life, but the second day I got to get up and move around and do a lot more. Mm-hmm. It was loads of fun. Merch is fun, and you miss a lot though. You but did... at least y'all are in the same room though, right? Yeah, we were in the same room, and we actually got a really good spot. And I just had to like peek over a little a little bit, and I got to see almost the whole show. And I only really got to get out there and like really hang out for no cure and a little bit of terror. All right. But it was it was it was super, super good. One of the bandmates finally come over and give you a break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like I was like, hey guys. Like I gotta do it for the shade of At least at go. least two bands, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fest Merge is usually you're not near anything and you just hear this Yeah. you know, you're missing everything. It's fun though. I love yeah. I love doing merch actually. It's very fun. Yeah, you get to hang out and get to mm-hmm. meet a couple people you've never met before and talk to them <coughs> from all over too. Apparently, yeah, and you can be like somebody's little break. That's that's another thing, you know, right? Because usually they're like they're like exhausted. They've been going all day, and they're mm-hmm. just like sometimes they'll just come over to you, stand there, and they're just like, I need to kind of chat about something, or you know, <laughs> just get away from like you know decompress yell. me, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And that's how you sell them. That's right. How, that's how you're just like, so uh, what size are you? you, you <laughs> He'd look you, good in uh, this one with, yeah. the, with the skulls and the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, dude. This is a local design. The local design. This is super cool. Uh, you know, yeah. You, can, you start talking about who designed the print, and they're just like, oh, that's so cool. You, <laughs> oh, where are you from? Oh, really? Oh, I got nephews in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get them. That's how you, you got to <laughs> sell. Sell. Hustle. <laughs> The hustle is so real for no, I mean, you're helping your friends out, but it's like, did they pay? Did you, did you get paid? Hey, you paying your, your, hey, I got people? it. I got it. I got it for free. That was the pay. Oh, that's actually, that's pretty good. That's a, it was that's a, great a great deal. deal. It was a great deal. And Will is always a, he's a very genuine and honest dude. He is literally one of the best humans alive yeah. on this planet. No, no doubt about it. He's one of my all time favorites and I'll see him at six 30 this morning. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. We're, we're working. Oh, he's okay. Got, working. Know. Y'all work together? Sometimes. That's so cool. When he needs help, he's like, hey, do you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, duh. Absolutely. When you're like, I like to be alive and have food and stuff in my right. kitchen. <laughs> that's so cool. That's that's awesome that y'all work together. But I think the bet, like the best set, mm. one of the, be- the, 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 God's hate was crazy. God's hate was actually, I was looking at it, I was like, oh. This, wait, are we allowed to say a couple little fuzzy words like hell? You say whatever you okay, want. Okay. Fuck shit, damn piss. Okay, okay, okay. Look, <laughs> I, okay, so, uh, you know, it was it was like all hell broke loose out there. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. It was, all, it was like all like the seven-foot-tall people, or it was all like <laughs> the, the seven-foot-wide people. And they were just clobbering each other. I was like, you know what? I'll watch. This one out. Yeah, I'm going to watch hell unfold from the balcony. <laughs> Sometimes that's, I mean, as I age, that's a lot of times that's my favorite part. Yes, it's just watching you it. just go, oh shit, look at that. Yes, yes, oh. I'm just like, I was like, oh shit, 
You know, watching people eat it. Yeah, the stage dive eating it. Boom. Oh, that. Yep. Because ah, I did. We did our time. I did my time. <laughs> right. Eating it, stage diving. I have a crazy story from downtown music hall where um I was gosh I was like I was like 15 16 maybe <laughs> mm-hmm. and I remember it was like I actually don't remember the show I think it might I I mean and the reason for it is because I staged <laughs> the <show>. concussion yeah the, <laughs> exactly the concussion yeah, yeah. I just like I wasn't paying attention and I was like stage dive crowd of girls all of them disperse head hit concrete head first boom done oh get up and i was like i was like hey are you so and so and they're like no rachel you're gonna have to sit down now (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly but it was worth it it's good i needed that we i needed that in my teens sure we all did (laughs) right that's why we're there yeah yeah we're the chaos group we need to get that out of us right all, all the time constantly at every single show no, exactly. I think and it, like it helps build confidence. You get to socialize. You get to absolutely develop, develop a lot of really good social skills from mm-hmm. going to shows, meeting people, learning how to talk to people, build out of your insecurities into being a more secure, autonomous person. Right. Right. Yeah, being uh, being able to do things and fuck up a little bit with your peers too. You know. Right. Like exactly. Life shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, and then all of a sudden, it's twenty years later, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. How did I get here? But then you got like all these good stories, all these good memories. Oh, millions of millions of stories. Yeah. Uh, that's, I was just talking to somebody about it the other day. I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm borderline one mistake away from just like pure homelessness, but I think I would still take it like yeah. the life I've lived because all the things I've done in my past, which is just some of the craziest shit. Sometimes I sit and think like, damn, I really did that. That is right. fucking crazy. Yeah. I've done shit people would dream about. Yeah. And do dream about. No, I think about this because that, you know, you know, hardcore is and everything, music is and everything, but interacting stuff, people are just like, yeah. oh, you, you've been to a, you've been to a, like a concert. And I'm like, yeah, dude, a lot of them. <laughs> I've been meeting a lot of people here lately. It's, there's so much youth coming now. They're like, this is my first time. You're like, yes. The fuck out of here. Yes. No, it's honestly so wholesome, though. I remember my first time, kid. <laughs> Get out now. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, exactly. Um, No, a lot of new kids, a lot of new faces, and all of them. We have have somebody that we're doing music with right now, this group that Mm. I'm doing stuff with, and he's like, I don't know. I think he's 19. I don't know. But he's like, like, my first show was in 2020 or something. And I was like. It's wild. It's like, that's so crazy. What? That's three years ago. My first show was like at Old Juanita's, <laughs> Hawthorne Heights, Main Street Juanita's. Yes, yeah, yes. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, that was like, how old were you then? Like, <laughs> probably not alive, right? Maybe. No, like, there's... there's some of them. There oh, yeah? are some of them where I was like, oh, you were a baby when I was at my first show. That's most now for me. Yeah, all the all the kids in the bands that are. Kid bands now, well, what I call kids. Yeah, that I mean, same. None of them were alive when I was going to shows first, so it blows my mind. Exactly, like some of them, you know, they're like twenty, and I'm still like, oh, dude, you're still a kid. Oh, very much. <laughs> like you're, you're still a kid, but I mean, I'm, I'll be forty very, very soon, and I, I still feel very kid esque in nature. I still like, oh, same. I, like I want to. Do kid shit and hang out and do, and then I'm like, ah, my, my electric bills do. <laughs> it's like, but they, I have to be a workhorse and do all this other shit. 
Yeah, but you get you do get a little bit of time for creativity. You know, that's the that's oh, yeah. the, that's the blessing of it. Yeah, uh, band practices. Don't play as many shows as I'd like to, but that's just I, that's just life. Yeah. The older you get, I think, unless you're marching towards some goal, I think they just kind of decline. Just oh, do, doing doing music like playing on a stage. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Because then, like a lot of the people you're doing music with, they're older. Exactly. And then they're like, "Well, I'm working. I have kids. I have family. It, yep. So that does consume a lot of time. But and that makes it also more special." You true, true. It makes the time spent way more special because it's like, man, remember when we used to do this every weekend? Right. Yeah. Right. Like, like my first, well, my first official band, the band that I've that like played shows mm-hmm. was Violent Pact. Um, but uh, yeah, you're that really? That was my first band you're in the music scene this long. I know. Well, so when how I does was, that happen? Well, the, you know, I just never. I guess I was doing other stuff. Mm. I, 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 you know, I'm a, I do a lot of things. Like I draw, oh, I okay. write a lot. I write a lot of poetry. I had like this like big aspiration to just like write poetry scenes for a long time. Like make like writing poetry or like doing like a uh, my own kind of like publishing deal or yeah, something yeah. like that. But That's you dope. know, that didn't really kick off. I still write a lot of poetry, but. You know, I haven't really done too much with them, done anything too cool. But, like, I guess technically the first thing that was, like, a musical endeavor was something that I did when I was in, like, probably, like, fresh in high school. And it was just, like, a singer-songwriter thing with one other guy. And he just played guitar. And we played one, technically one show. Talent show? No, it was actually at Sit and Talk. It the was, coffee shop? Yeah, the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. We played one show at Sit and Talk, and then um, that that was it. That was the end of that band. <laughs> You're like, you know what? That was terrible. Let's yeah, no, it was. It was so bad. It was honestly. It's supposed to be, though. Yeah. You know? Like, the first few times. That's the thing I don't like about these young kids. They're coming in here, and their first time is fucking unbelievable. So good. I'm like, what It's like they've been doing? playing together for 20 years. Yes. And they're like they're they're they they've got like way more style. They don't look as dorky than me. I was like I was like yo, I looked so dorky. I was like had I'm like wearing like a four year strong hat and like I don't know. They're coming oh, up. I found one of me the other day from like the f- original first few shows I played. I'm like Jinko jeans and like my long skater haircut with oh, the undershaved no, not sides. The jeans. Oh yeah, corn t shirt, proud. No. Yeah, oh yeah. No. Good times. <laughs> but it was, yeah, that's that. Or you have no sense of uh, no. You have no sense of personal like what you no. what you look like on the outside, but also you just feel great. You're like I'm I'm awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. no, we were fuck yeah, no, we, we were, were living partying. it up. We, we were, were living a dream. You couldn't tell me I wasn't gonna be famous. <laughs> Rock star shit all the time, twenty four seven. That's that mentality. <laughs> I feel like. At least then you kind of needed that because you didn't have like internet or a way to get your shit out there. You kind of had to play a part and just get out there and actually be out, out, out. You couldn't just be at home making content. No, yeah, you. Well, <clears throat> I didn't. Which I'm severely bad at because I didn't. I grow think that's up a lot it. to do with internet. Yeah. Because like when I grew up, it was like it was like get off of school. I could go home where I could sit in my room all day. Mm. Or I could immediately get on my bicycle, tell my mom hi, 
go to Aaron's house. Yeah. Go and then after going to Aaron's house, go to my other friend Tyler's house, uh-huh. and then it's like, okay, so how many fireworks we got left? <laughs> you know, hell yeah. <laughs> what can we? What can we blow up? What yeah. can we? Uh, <laughs> you ever break them open and try to make a bigger firework? See, we didn't do. We weren't that creative. That, oh. That's a creative idea, though. We. Yeah, I got in big trouble doing that once. Yeah. Yeah, I did not do that. I did not do that. We 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 did other other uh, dastardly things like play uh, baseball with potatoes. Oh, that's fun though. That's it's very fun. That's very. We had fun. potato guns. Did you ever do that? No, we never had. Where a potato you do gun. like a piece of PVC pipe, and you fill it full of hairspray, and then you light that on fire, and then it shoots a potato out the end. That's crazy. Yeah, it's what crazy. Yeah, crazy things. We had. Listen, we had ten acres and no adult supervision. Okay, so yeah, that's about it. We were getting real. That's about crazy. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So, what was your first show? Oh my god. My first show technically was like a country concert at like Barton Coliseum. Oh. A long, long time ago when I was like a child. But as far as like the scene stuff, like underground music, I didn't know what underground music was. And then a buddy of mine in high school was like you got to stop listening to that stuff and listen to this stuff. And he handed me this brick of CDs. I've told this story a bunch, but just like the abridged version. And he handed me a bunch of CDs. And in that stack of CDs, it's like Ludacris, which was then <laughs> not, okay. they weren't Norma Jean yet. They were still Lou to Chris. Oh, I thought you were talking about the rapper. Oh, not the rapper. No, okay. no, no. Okay. 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 Like Zayo. Okay. Uh, and then like living sacrifice, all that stuff, the old stuff. Okay. So Under like Oath, old when they were death metal. Old. Yeah. Like yeah. super fast, super heavy. So the first time I saw anyone was Living Sacrifice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I only saw them like a couple years back and I was like, oh, I'm never going to get to see that band. And then they, you know, that's one of the local bands you're just never going to see. But they started playing shows. again. Yeah, they started playing shows again. I got to see them. It was super cool. Yep. So you're one of your first few like in the scene shows was Living Sacrifice. Yep. It wasn't for my friend Drew. He just was like. Do this instead, because I was already starting to get into music, you know, like playing bands, and I didn't even really think that there was a place for bands to go. Mm-hmm. You just kind of yeah, that's that's like a crazy. You're like, oh, that's just like a weird like image in a book, or like you think mainstream, right? Well, right. at least in my mind, because all I had was MTV and magazines. That was it. You it think, was you got to go play in another state at this venue you heard about, and you think it's big, but really it's a shitty like two hundred cap, fucked up turd of a room where they all got their starts Mm -hmm. but you don't really know it until you go in the one and you go what in the fuck and then you watch a band play and you just go right this is forever now you're (laughs) in here forever now (laughs) no that's that's exactly it that's exactly because there's something addicting about it that just makes you keep coming back it's the best drug in the world yeah because i remember like looking watching on like uh mtv and seeing like Green like live Green Day videos mm. or like you know like live Blink One Eighty Two videos and then like seeing these crazy crowds I was like that's fucking insane insane and you're just like okay that, that that's something that exists out in the world I guess but and then you're like well and then you and then you you turn like sixteen and you go to Warp Tour right <laughs> and you're like okay I f- that's I, what this uh, is actually I found my O four Warp Tour ticket it's like ninety something bands on that bill or whatever that crazy number was no. Twenty-seven dollars. Oh man, no shows were so much more formidable. So many fucking bands in a day, and for twenty-seven dollars, I was like, "What the fuck has happened?" In that was oh four. So in twenty years' time, it went from that 
So what would what would that be now? Three that's a three hundred dollar no, concert. Yeah, like ninety bands. That's that would be like that would be like Riot Fest now, which is like three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's fucking and and is that multiple days? That's three days, yeah. See, but the, the thing with that also is there was like with where like War Tour, it's like <clears throat> multiple stages, not just like three. Oh, so many stages. But it's like yeah. five fucking stages. Two big main ones, the, it's the a one labyrinth off of the thing, and then the, the all the generator stages too. Yeah. And then like even in the merch row, there was like a band playing. You're just like, this is so fun. That was one of the coolest fucking things ever. Merch yeah. warp tour is just I don't think that that I don't know that that can be a thing anymore. No. Just because the cost would be unbelievable. But I feel like hold on. I'm thinking about it in real time here. I'm trying to like <laughs> quantify that. When did Warp Tour end? Does anybody remember? 2016. 16. Yeah. It wasn't that expensive in 2016. What was a Warp Tour ticket in 2016, you think? I feel probably like it was 50 like bucks, 60 50, bucks. 50, 60 bucks probably. 2019? Cuz what, what do you th- uh, final four tour was 2018. 2018 was the final real one. Okay, okay. I that ticket was... was probably what, sixty bucks. Well, yeah, because I remember I went to four years of it, and each time it was like sixty bucks. Yeah, it was like fifty-five. Yeah. So from eighteen, so really the price over tripled in just four year, five years. Yeah. So it was considerably considerably less than. Like now, that would be just an unheard of ticket price. But also, it's like the sponsor and like the the ones that were actually able to like do that. They, they I feel like they had like the funds. Like that's like a mm, you know, like they ate the cost a little. Yeah, I think they probably the ate the cost a little bit. Where I think now, which that's makes a it a little point. bit more personable, it's like a lot of these bigger festivals that you get to go to, like there are like these festivals that you're going to now or that I'm going to. Mm-hmm. They're like put on by like more local based people like yeah. like for example last night that was stan you know stan and evan and reed yeah stan and... evan and reed and all the uh, and all the bitter guys right and like those are people that are like down your block right you Literally. know they don't yeah. own vans warped uh-huh. tour <laughs> what was the last one everybody went to fury sound and fury yeah that's it, probably also like a local person i would assume probably so yeah it's just like so it's like it's more personable in that way <clears throat> so there's probably a reason yeah, maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just remembering the past in a weird way. Because I guess there is still a ton of, fe- almost everything is a fest now, I feel like. Yeah, it's no, fest, everything this, is this. a fest. I've yeah. been to, I went to three festivals this year. Damn. Yeah, we went to LDB, I went to Tide Down, and then I went to Bitter. And then, um, I guess right before all that, we we went to Riot Fest. It's just like. Go go go! You know that's so many fans. But not so this. Not not. I hadn't. I didn't go to the Riot Fest this year. That was last year. But it was like ending of last year, and then right to another festival, and it's just been like walls. You know. God. So she was going to a lot of shows, seeing a lot of bands. You still keeping track of it all? Oh yeah, I've seen, I, as of last night, it was one thousand seventy-five bands that I've seen. You know, you really you made a post about that a couple years ago, I think, or maybe it was maybe it was this year. You were like, I'm so close to a thousand bands. Yes. And I thought, that doesn't seem like a lot of bands, but I know you've been in the music scene for That's fucking ever. a lot of bands. That's a lot of <laughs> because fucking... Because a lot of the things is like you re-see them. I have, a, I have an inflated thing where I just inflate things to make... I, I love storytelling, so I'm always like, oh, emotion. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I've seen thousands of bands. And then you're like, I've seen a thousand, seventy... I'm like, there's no way I've seen thousands of bands. Yeah. No, <laughs> I it, mean, it, I worked it, at venues and stuff, but... 
even if I saw every night, I still wouldn't be in the thousands. Yeah. It feels like a lot because you're going to shows and there's like five bands playing, right? But it's also like five bands that you've seen probably. Right, you don't get to count times. them all. Yeah. Right. So every local, you're like, well, you only get that once. Right. The first time you saw them is the only time technically you can put them on your list of bands right. you've seen. Exactly. Well, there's like, there's a way, like, you could probably like count how many times you've seen them, which I've done with a couple bands. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, you, you, you're going to see a lot of the same bands over again. So it's going to, that's going to make it a little bit slower of a process. And you got to, so you got to start trying to find going out of state and seeing, you know, mm. it's spread out. Cause then you're also kind of like in a regional thing, you know, cause mm-hmm. a lot, like I was thinking like, I haven't seen any bands from Vermont and I was like, where the hell is that place? Vermont's way the fuck up there. Yes, it is. And a lot of people don't even consider themselves from, from Vermont. They're like, Oh, we're from Oregon because Vermont's like the scene. They're so small. Mm. So I was like, oh, so saying you're from Vermont wouldn't count, right? right. They're like, they're like nobody actually knows who, who like who. The it's like when Vermont you're from is. Bryant, you just put Little Rock, because no one, because fucking no one is gonna know that you're from Bryant, Arkansas, right? Right. You right. just say Little Rock, right? So it's like there's a lot of and they're like it's really hard. you wouldn't be able to, and like Hawaii, like you couldn't see a lot of like nobody's seen a band from Hawaii right now. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I can't say that I have. I don't right. know. So it's like if you want to see a band from Hawaii. You gotta go to Hawaii. <laughs> you gotta go to Hawaii. I don't. Is there a band from Hawaii? Aside there, from I like, just made a huge playlist. I just made a playlist of like almost like like a, a week worth of music, time wise, of just Hawaii music. And I started making a lot of friends in Hawaii. Like I was just like so I went and I got online and I went to Hawaii hardcore subreddit. What? And then I just was like I was like all right, who's the guy to know? And then I found the guy to know and then I was like all right, and I followed him on Instagram. We started talking and he was like, "Yeah, here's all these bands." So I started like looking up all these bands and finding all these bands and then I just like started checking out all these Hawaii hardcore. It's amazing. Yeah. It's that easy apparently. You oh, just no, get yeah, online, yeah, you just start messaging people. I'm so bad at that. I'm so bad at that. I'm just but, very extroverted and social, and I like making friends. And I like, you know, that's part of it. What made you want to keep track of all the bands? I have to ask. I have to know. i got to get inside the mind a little bit. Like, I think it's just autism. You think you just... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but it, I'm autistic. Like, like you got to make lists. There's a, like, my friend Matt was like, I make a list. And then, like, that, like, like my autistic brain was like, oh, no, list. I can make a list about this. I cannot... Uh... It was just automatic. You were like, oh, I saw four. At first show you went to, you're like, I saw four bands at this show. Let me get that in there and write that down because this was cool. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Felt some type of way about it, so it's like, I want to remember this. Yeah, exactly. So write it down. Yeah, write it down. And then I've been adding, like, notes to it, like, things that, like, significant things that happened Mm. and stuff. Like, if it happened with that band, I'm like, yo, this crazy shit happened. Or, like... Oh, like, mind triggers where you can be like, oh, this happened. Oh, yeah, remember. His ankle was backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, oh, dude, this crazy kid just, like, (laughs) knocked his jaw out of place and Mm. was just like, I don't give a fuck. And just kept going, you know, some kind of crazy. Absolutely. Anything notable, I'm like, oh, I gotta put that in the notebook. Had a few notable things happen at some shows. Yeah. I've seen some wild shit. Yeah, exactly. You're you're bound to. You're bound to. Yeah. Because people are just like, people are wild. A couple it, of it, crooked arms, a couple of misplaced kneecaps, you know. <laughs> okay, so I think like the crazy, like, let's see, the craziest shit I've seen. Mostly just a lot of blood. <laughs> a lot of blood. A lot I've of seen blood. seen a lot of blood. Yeah, just a couple a, of stabbings. I've so, never seen a stabbing. Never what seen a the stabbing? fuck? Yeah, yeah, at Vino's. What the fuck? Yeah. A stabbing at Vino's? That's crazy. Sure. 
parking lots at night are not <laughs> safe. Ooh, that's no, that's 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 sketchy. Can be. It very well can be. I almost got stabbed myself in that parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, what the fuck are you doing? Protecting my friends. Okay, that's a good... Yeah, yeah. there you go. It's okay. I 300 kicked him in the chest. There we leg, go. Leg. Not the chest. The leg. That's how you do it. That's how you protect your, your friends. Right there. You, you. Sometimes you just gotta, you know... You gotta Spartan kick them. Gotta just... Well, it's, it's, it's safer. Kicking is safe, children. <laughs> Distance, remember. <laughs> But like last night, I got to talk to Dwid, and like he was like he was like your Instagram name is Bold Crippled Youth. He's like I fucking love Crippled Youth, and then he started singing a Crippled Youth song, and I was like, dude, I love Crippled Youth. And then we started talking about Crippled Youth for like twelve minutes, and then he was like he was like yeah, dude, they like played in my backyard when I was like eighteen, and they played with um, this band called Morales that later became the band Slint, and I was like. Whoa, <laughs> that's so much information. Um, but it's just like that was a notable moment, so I like n- jotted that down because it's just like, when are you gonna have a conversation with that, right? Like that, I agree. Well, there, it's also stuff like that is you just never know who you're talking to in that moment, right? Some, some you know, person just comes walking through, oh, I'm from here, blah blah, and then like 10 years down the road, you're like, they are in tour buses, they are w- going across the whole nation. It's wild how yeah. fast it can happen, yeah. And, like, Crippled Youth was such such a cool band, and, like, they later became, like, bold. I don't know who that is. What are they like? They're, like, a, they're, they're just, like, a straight-edge band. Oh, okay. They're, like, an old straight-edge, like, youth crew band. I, like, I love that shit. I've always loved that shit. I love that, like, positive hardcore shit. I love, mm-hmm. like, Have Heart, Youth of Today. Have Heart, did you see that? What? Did you see the... I never saw Have Heart. No, they're... they're... A uh, drummer, singer, re- took all their Instagram photos off and just put Have Heart underneath his... They're coming back. No fucking way! On Instagram, t- oh t- holy! One of their guitarists like retweeted that whole thread and was like, "Not happening." Sorry. Oh, no, then okay, what happened? okay, okay, okay. But then why do you do that? No, no, just no, to no, fuck no, with no, people? No, no. no, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Guitarists are replaceable. <laughs> That's also true. No, you can, I, I, unless I you're trying shit. to make new music. Then why did that person do that? When they're gonna be like, "Oh, actually, we're doing it without you." That would be terrible. Ooh. I mean, okay, but seriously though, didn't that just happen though? Attack, attack. That hap- That was what it was. Attack, attack. Did that? Like, I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Let's not knock it down. I, I all personally, we want, all we want is Patrick Flynn. I personally think it's a furnace fest stunt. Like they might play furnace fest. It's the last furnace fest, dude. If I will, and you know I they will. are the gods of re-getting bands back together. I mean, they pulled Beloved out of the grave. And they had been not a band yeah. since 2003. It's like, how did you fucking do that? And through the pandemic, they were like, hey, hold on a minute, wait, and we'll, we'll still get you. And then they still were like, all right, we'll still play it. Like, that's nuts. Dude, I'm going to be real. Bane, they did, I think okay, they did Bane it with everybody. Be, Bane, Bane is sick, but Half Heart, if that happened, no. I think, gonna, I, I thought that's, the first thing I thought of was like, this has to be yeah. Furnace Fest related. Yeah. It's the first place so my sick. brain went to. Why would you delete your personal Instagram, everything off of it, and then just change your name to Have Heart? To, Why would you do that? To, to let them know. It's That's what I'm saying. It's advertising. That it's is like. That, that is that like. Is, he's I, on something there. I, I, I will be there. <laughs> I will be there. Mark my words. If that if that is true. If that happens. 
I hope it happens. That'd be sick as fuck. That then, last year is going to have to be some kind of crazy. Verse, Ceremony. There's like a bunch of bands that I really, really, really want to see that I've never got a chance to see. Or they is it even like possible for most of them? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, some of them. You some never of know. Them, some of them, maybe. Some of them, nah. Is it a lot of overseas stuff, or is it just a lot of been broke up forever? Been broke up forever, yeah. you know. Or they're just like they're really, really expensive. The the opportunity to see them is like Cruel World, or mm. um, or, yeah, Cruel World Fest in like California. It's mm. like it's like there's a lot of bands like so it's like you got to spend two grand if you want to get all the way across the country and right yeah. like, oh five hundred dollar ticket because you because you want to <laughs> uh-huh. go see fucking forty five grave and Christian death and you want to see fucking you got to see it all if you're going all the way over right. there yeah. and then it's like it's like you want to go over there and see that so it's gonna be five hundred dollars and then you got to get a hotel and then I got to get Natalie a ticket oh because I'm not gonna leave my fucking every wife. time you double it you're like oh I forgot. <laughs> I gotta get my what? Double the fucking price now, yes. yeah. Yes, so it's like, it's it's just not, that's just so unfeasible. At least what we have to, like, we're trying to save and build and do all this stuff because we've got a lot of, like, surgeries coming up for both of us. But once we're done with these surgeries, we're just, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do something special. We're gonna do something nice. Like a, like a nice couple's trip? Yeah, we're, yeah. like, we, we've talked about it and, like, you know, or, like, go to, like, Cruel World or something like that. That'd be, like, really cool. Yep. Because that's like a, that's something that we haven't got to experience a lot. Like, I grew up listening to a lot of goth music, a lot of post-punk music. Mm-hmm. My dad is like old goth guy. He's like, su- he was like super into like post-punk and goth music. And that's like kind of like what I was raised around. Um, and I've only gotten to see like a handful of bands, right? right? Uh, and so I, w- I would love to go to Cruel World. And like, I know like a lot of my friends have been and I'm like, damn, y'all. But we'll see. We'll see. I just want to see a bunch of fucking new age <coughs> bands and post-punk bands. Right. And I know Natalie does too. So we're going we're, we're gonna to try at some point. I feel that. Yeah. It's hard. Everything's so damn expensive. I, like me and my own wife, we've never even had a, like a, a vacation together. Never. Not once. 16 years together. Not one vacation alone, just me and her. That's rough. It's weird. That's yeah. really rare, yeah. Time just passes you up, and you're like moving so fast. And early in life, we was just doing everything, and then yeah. it's just like, well, we gotta do this, we gotta do that, and then we're going here, we're going with family. All of our family lives in other states, so it's like, well, let's go to that. But then you're with your family, so we've never been on like, I don't even know what we would do to be honest. Go get a hotel room somewhere and just sit. <laughs> we're like, well, we're here. <laughs> That's kind of peaceful, though. Could be, doing somewhere like super mountainous where you're just excluded from everything or get a euro pass oh yeah yeah because yeah. we've talked about doing that like getting euro pass because she used to actually live in like she lived in chile she lived in different parts of europe and she lived in athens damn yeah she she, she's, she lived all over the fucking place because her parents had like her parents were like they they taught abroad uh for college shit i see so we like so she, sorry, not we, she got to live all over these places. So it's like, she's already kind of like had those opportunities and I've never had those opportunities. So we're thinking yeah, about no. doing that again. I've only ever been to like Mexico. I've never even been out of the country. That's the only, and it was like 17 feet into Mexico. So I don't even really, it doesn't really it, count. It I feel counts. like, I it mean, kinda counts. we went on the first road we saw, looked around, did some neat like vendor shit and then like came back and went swimming in the ocean. 
That's it. That's kind of nice, though. I'm sorry. It was like, I think I was like 10. <laughs> I don't know if it, uh, it counts, but I don't. I wouldn't count it. I barely remember it. See, the vacation <coughs> that I always went on, my dad was like, I don't know what it was. But my dad was like, we got to go to New Orleans. He, he always wanted us to go to New Orleans. So it was like every summer we went to my family's lake house, my great-grandmother's lake house. Um, Fancy. Yeah, she, well, actually it was, it was kind of. So kind of shrubby, but <laughs> but a lake house nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we uh, went to uh, New Orleans. Shout out. Yeah, and it was it was like really fun. So I, I have a lot of like fond memories of going there and walking around and staying in New Orleans for a while with my dad. And then I went once as an adult, and that was it, getting to go there as an adult like by myself without my dad. It was kind of a totally different vibe. That free range behavior. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it, it was more than just like going to like Ripley's Believe It or Not or something, you know. <laughs> Even though that, that 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 would be super fun as an adult too. Yeah, it's funny how those things come back around. Like oh, yeah. the older you get, you're like, actually, that would be fun. That would be kind. Hmm. It's kind of like, oh, that's kind of wild. You it's know, kind of neat. Yeah. It's like less than. I like. I don't want to do crazy things too much anymore. I'm just kind of like, although I, I don't. My my mind wants to, but then my body goes. Nah, let's just chill. Let's just walk <laughs> around and see neat stuff. Let's not do anything too crazy. Right, <laughs> right. Like not, not, not anything. No too... more bungee jumping. No more. Oh no, I've I've never been bungee jumping. No, it's mostly like for us. It's like I just like going to like, I like seeing things more than I like you know. I would like like doing stuff. Like I, like we went to California. Then I went to the Forever Cemetery and I saw like Rudolph Valentino's grave. Oh. Yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a huge, 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 huge movie fan. Love film. I've always loved it. I have some of the best, like, like movies is like my, my probably my first love, honestly. Really? Yeah. Like I just love film. Um. So I got, and I love old Hollywood movies. I always uh. have. So it's like got to see Rudolph Valentino's Grave, uh, Virginia Rappi. Um, I got to see Roz Williams, you know, I got to see, um, Hollywood lawn, uh, just all out. That's awesome. Yeah. I went to the forever cemetery, um, went to like, there's like crazy, like crazy, crazy shit. Hollywood is immersed in crazy, 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 (laughs) crazy shit. There's like so much in Hollywood. That's just absolutely just outlandish and bizarre. And like all Uh these like wild stories of like like scandals that happened in the 20s and like what people were doing and so, like i mean even now i mean there's yeah. oh yeah like it's like it was forever that way right because there was like this like sorry to derail from talking it's like the about most music. beautiful place it just it, just pure chaos right the second humans got there they were like we should fuck this up <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is it was like money you know uh-huh. well but, gold yeah we came there for money like we got to the end and went oh there's expensive shit all in the ground here we should yeah do something about it yeah and then it's like it's like there was like the film rush mm-hmm. and then like all these people went over there for like trying to get into show business and they just went fucking bonkers yeah they, it's always been head west yeah and like you know you had like and then you had the big changeover from talking to not i mean not talking to talking and everybody lost all their money so you had these crazy eccentric 
ex-billionaires that have everything paid off and their like brains are rotting from like lead exposure (laughs) just like wandering around hollywood it was just like they're just it's just like crazy shit the underbelly and it's like overrated and underrated yeah (laughs) this yeah it's like it's crazy how many people were clinically insane back then when fully running shit yes they're well, like, I mean, that's now. Uh, oh, their brain's filled with lead. They've been just mercury poisoning <laughs> themselves for 30 years. And they're just out here making decisions. And you know, that could be a little <laughs> bit of it now, too. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like all these politicians. We have to wait, right? Right. Because they didn't know. Well, we had to wait till we're 76. It's like to cigarettes. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like cigarettes. Good, 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 good. They've been killing everyone forever, turns out. Ah, and then it still took 40 years for everyone to go, maybe we shouldn't smoke and promote it. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it's a bad idea. <laughs> you know, maybe this is like going to give me lung cancer. It's going to... I still miss it. Wait, you you, you quit smoking? That's uh, good. It's been, what do you think? Almost two years probably, I bet. It's been a fucking hot minute now. See, the thing with that is like, my dad used to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And like, like I remember when like... I was young, right? Um, I'm I'm straight edge, but uh, uh, <laughs> so when I was young, like you Your know, parents you, smoke in the house. Yeah, da- well, yeah. well, my mom never smoked. My dad did because my mm. dad was always like a cool guy, and he was like always like kind of like edgy and oh, like, yeah, goth and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be smoking for sure. Right. And so he was like, you know, he he always smoked, but like when I got older, um, and like I because sn- it's weird. My dad was a cool dad, but he was also, like, very weirdly strict about weird things. Mm-hmm. You know, he was strict about not smoking. He was strict about things that he didn't want me exposed to. Um, he was – because he was, like – he was, like, yeah, you can look at, like, controversial and strange art, but I don't want you watching somebody getting their head ripped off. Ah. At yeah, a, yeah, during yeah. a movie. You can listen to spooky, weird goth music, but I'd rather you not watch a movie that has, like, any kind of, like, really controversial material in it, you know? Interesting. Yeah, so he was, like, equally strict and equally, like, really cool and exposed me to a lot. But, like, I remember I snuck my first cigarette from him, smoked it, and it made me immediately depressed. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it made me feel the weirdest feeling. And like, I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good. And it wasn't, like, the sick feeling. It was, like, the dull, dull and yep. sad feeling. And then when I got older, again, it was me and my best friend. And, like, it was, like, one of the first times that we stayed the night. We would go and we would get an extension cord and would run the extension cord from his house to a tent that we set up on the edge of the woods. Fuck yeah. And then we'd bring a little micro, like, a smaller TV and we'd go out there and we'd watch movies in it. And he stole a carton of cigarettes from his dad's freezer, and we were like, we were like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna stay up and we're gonna watch all your brother's weirdo French movies, and we're gonna smoke these cigarettes, and like, fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> that's what we did. And I was like, I was like, dude, this is bad. In the woods in a tent powered by an extension cord is yes. fucking amazing. And I was like, dude, this is making me sick. And James was like, no, it feels good. And I was like, you don't feel good, dude. You don't feel good. He's like, but it's cool. he's like, it feels good. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. He's like, but it's killing the gnats. It's killing, it's killing the gnats. He's like, it's killing the gnats. You blow bro. the smoke at the TV, the mods go away. <laughs> That's what he was doing. Yeah. You're like, you're like, dude, this is terrible. This oh, is horrible. Oh, fuck. That's funny. And then I was like, you know, I'm quick to learn that, like, I don't want to do that shit. From that day forth, I knew. You just know, you're like, this yeah, sucks. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's something you don't want to uh, mess with. That's good. Oh, my Lord. It's funny because, like, 
we, I, we had a lot of like we had a lot of like we were just so silly because like we were i remember we would do that and we would just like get so we'd just scare ourselves mm. you know we'd be like oh my gosh what is that what is that weird shadow out there or you know what's that light and we, you just like it's like probably like a street light it's a like, street lamp and a branch making like a weird shadow and it moves <laughs> yeah. a little and you are mortified yeah it's we like, were mortified and it's never oh it could be a dog it's like oh my god there's lions in the woods you it's know like, it's all <laughs> for us it was like it was like oh my god that's like pagan hillbillies that are like out there they've got like doing a, rituals they're doing, yeah they're like wanting to kidnap me yeah. they're wanting to kidnap jay like this is it we're gonna drown in the lake like <laughs> Like, our brains always went, like, total left field. Yeah. God. God. Yeah. It's but. wild how much time youth of yesteryear used to spend just in woods. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I spent so much time. Because it's the only free space you had. Yeah. That was the thing. It's like, oh, I grew up, my, my parents were divorced. Sure. And my mom was, uh, my mom was, like, a strict Pentecost woman. And my dad was Wiccan. And they very much so did not agree with each other's lifestyles. <laughs> it's wild they got married. Wicked and pagan. So, okay, or here's what happened. Pagan and, what did you say, and, Pentecostal? Yeah. Oh, that's so. Yeah, so it was more that, like, my mom was, like, like ooh, hot goth boy in high school. Mm. And then my, my mom was, like, like, my dad was, like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm cool. And then my mom and him got together, and then she was, like, oh, you're kind of weird. And, like, you're kind of artsy, and you're kind of, like, like politically, like, not where I'm at. Right. And, like, some of your, like, lifestyle choices aren't, like, where I'm at. I'm more, like, conservative and traditional. And then she's like, I'm not about this. So she, like, divorced my dad when I was three. And she got with a Pentecostal guy. Oh, so it was pretty quick. Yeah, it was yeah, quick. Okay. It was fast. And then, like, but but my dad lived out in the big – he lived here in Little Rock, right? Ah, And yes. then, so my mom lived out in the woods. And, like, most of my core memories are just running around out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, that's like where I feel most comfortable. Absolutely. Everybody's like, I want to move into the city. I want to move into the city. I'm oh. like, I want to get the fuck out of here. I, I live in the woods now. Yeah. Finally, after 27 years of living in Bryant, I was like, I got to get in the woods. I almost bought uh, – it was, like, five acres out in, like – uh, not Cersei. Yeah, Cersei. No, not Cersei. That's where I grew up. So it might have been Cersei. Actually, it was like a deer hunting land that they were just trying to offload. And I was Shout just out like, dashed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where's that new sticker at? A, I'm wearing their new shirt. They got a new sticker too. That's fucking awesome. <coughs> I'm so they're, happy they're doing stuff for that area because those kids need. Oh, the, absolutely. Yeah. Search and destroy. Uh, Cersei, Cersei and destroy. And destroy. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Put that right there. Honestly, that area needs something. They, they got it. Yeah. They, they, they Zash is bringing it to them because like they have like that that, Zash, that Cersei Zash bash thing. And it's like those kids were in a drought. They were in a s- social drought. You know. I still think about that show. I've seen, I've been to so many shows. I've done so many shows. I've played with all the bands I could ever think to that I want to play with. Right. And that one was, uh, like, it's in there now. Like, yeah. it's up in my top area where I'm just never going to forget that show. It was so to to much one. fucking fun. They did such a good job. It was more, like, proud, too, of just seeing, like, a bunch of DIY. You make you feel young again, and you're just like, fuck yeah, this is how you do it. Yeah. You piss everyone off. You made it awesome. Yeah. Like, everyone had a great time. People were walking by, like, kill yourself. <laughs> oh, they pissed off so many. This shirt I'm wearing has a... A message. Did have you seen it? Yeah. Wait. Wait. Yeah. 
Put it's the, a good one. Let me let me let me pull it up and read fucking, that. Put the fucking the woman who went postal and then the comment thread blew up. <laughs> no, that was that was some funny that was some funny stuff because uh, no, that's so that's so White County. <laughs> yeah. She's, but no, it was like I didn't get to go to that. I wanted to go to that. That was that uh, like costume one. Yep. Yeah, because I remember seeing Stefan's uh, the mask costume. I was like, that's so. Yo. A plus. He he like disappeared. He's like the fuck happened like everyone kind of disappeared and then came back in costumes like <laughs> uh but when he came rolling up i was like you've got to be fucking shimmy i thought that's not a mask he actually painted his whole fucking head green i go over there and he's like oh my god the dedication i was like when you play you're gonna really regret that that's so silly <laughs> uh it turns out he used really good paint i don't know what that was but it stayed on his head the whole time <laughs> that's so good yeah it was phenomenal that's so wholesome i wanted to go to that one <clears throat> so you've been Going to music the whole time. I, yeah. I was going to ask you this earlier, but if you go to shows all that time and you never got in a band, who was like, you need to be in a band? Because did you well, make that decision or? Well, I mean, no. So I've always known. So my, like, probably like my best friends, probably like Matt Johnson. Like, yeah. Look at that guy. Like, I mean, I've known him so long. What's not to love? Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're very, very close. Um, I remember, like, he started that band. Bronson, like, I don't remember. It was like a short-lived band, and like, it like that was kind of like he was like, "Oh, you should learn bass and play in this band," and that never mm. happened. But Br- Bronson kicked off, and then um, what year was that? That was like 2013. Oh, yeah, yeah, as one does. Yeah, yeah. But then I kind of like in my head knew I'm like, if I start a band, it's gonna be with Matt. Ah. Uh. You know, I gotcha. that was like, that was like, it's probably going to be with Matt. Yeah. That's going to happen. I get that. And then, um, when Violent Pact happened, um, honestly, it was Matt, me and Kennedy and then Zach. And we were like, dude, we got to do something like we're all in kind of like a, not like the, a rough spot, but we need, we need to do something like positive for each other to help build each other up. And then they're like. They're like, let's start a band. And like the first year, it was it was a little rough. It was rough on the edges, but sure. we started figuring it out. And then we really got it uh, kicked off. And really, to be honest, that band was more. I really wanted Kennedy to do something. I wanted Kennedy to have a chance. Well, we all wanted Kennedy to have a chance to like get in there and show that he can like play drums. Right. Right. And that was like that was the big opportunity. We wanted that to be an opportunity for him to really show off his like ability. A jumping off point. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so that. I feel like that was successful. Oh, very much so. Yeah, because now he's in dryer fire and he's doing, yeah. he's he's having fun. They just played Thursday and killed it. Yeah, and he's building a lot more confidence himself. And then you know that was like that was what really that was the catalyst for that first band was Matt being like, dude, let's do it, and then us doing it, being like, dude, let's do it for each other and mm-hmm. like show we can like make music, you know, to not show everybody else. Prove it to yourself. Prove it to ourselves. Yeah, you know, absolutely. build our own confidence, build, build Kennedy's confidence. And Fuck the yeah. fact that he's like, I can do this. This is not mm-hmm. something that's incapable or out of my reach. And like, same thing with me. The scariest parts, the, the first step, everything exactly. after that, you know, yeah. You start figuring it out. Yeah. And it was kind of unfortunate. <clears throat> because like when things ended, it was just like a lot of like life differences and stuff going on and there was like a lot of stress going on but it all got work it, you know we're all in better places there's a lot of right. really cool bands coming out of it because me matt and uh 
Why can't Zach? I think of Will's name? Me, Matt, and Will are doing our own thing <laughs> with Bryce. And then Matt's doing his own thing with, you know, him and Kennedy. And, like, they're doing Chain Snatcher. Oh, I haven't heard of that. That's cool. Yeah, it's – it's it, it's I, I can't spill too much beans. Oh, okay. Yeah, beans, yeah, yeah, okay. My, my beans to spill. But it's going to be cool. It's – That's fun. It's it's all the guys. That, Do y'all have a name? Y'all's thing? Is this – Yeah, this is Threat. Threat. Yeah, we're in okay. a band called Threat right now. It's it's gonna be like a straight edge project. It's like there's Okay. It's, uh, I think Will Will Fisher's in it, right? Yeah. Okay. He spilt the beans a little bit last time. That's what it was. That's think, why I'm like, why does that sound so familiar? I don't think his uh, explanation of what we sounded like was too accurate. Um, <laughs> Hear that, Will? Stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Will. I love it Will. Was, it was, it was a little. You know, we're not terror. I will say that we are. Uh, we are like uh, we're like a beginning sloppy hardcore band that will eventually figure it out. You That's know? right. Yep. And we're Hell gonna, yeah. This first EP might not be the best thing in the world, but you know what? It takes a little while. It you takes find a little your while. Noise. Yeah. Exactly, and I'm I'm confident we're gonna get there. I have that with Crows, my other band with my wife. You're it's in, a good. You're in another band with your wife. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, well, the original incarnation, we were like, let's do the '68 meets Paramore, and okay. so we started with like that premise with like these poppy beats, but the guitar tone is that of like '68, where you run everything. One guitar is ran the bass and the guitar. Right. So all the tone are coming from one spot, and then it kind of morphed. Into like it's like got some sub poppy things, but it got some sad shit. But then we added some samples, and it's also got this. I don't think I can ever escape it. It's got like this southern twang about it, where like some of the riffs, no, it's cool. got riffs, you know. And she is singing over it, very pop esque style vocals, and uh, it's been really fun. But it took. I That's mean, we're coming cool. into two years, and like I feel like, like last practice, it's like if we had played that practice at a show, that would have won. Most of the people over in the room, I feel like. Right. So it's just now getting to like, hell yeah, this is what it is. We can write now when we write, when we just jam. It's starting to, the jams are starting to sound like Crow's songs every jam session. We're That's not such like a cool name. That's it. such a sick name, Crow. K R O Z E. Oh, that, that's cool. That's kind of new metal. A little bit. It is kind of new metal. Well, you'd be fucking surprised how many fucking people have crow in their name. So we had to think real hard. Like, how do we make it different? <laughs> Spell it like corn. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yep. <laughs> that's a way to do it. No, that's 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 super sick. I didn't I didn't know that. What all about? You're in like you're. I know you're in Lame Johnny. Yes, Lame Johnny Shinfo. That's like our. That's also with Scott, right? Uh, it it's so it's both. We have. Scott does if case Todd can't make it. Oh, okay. So Todd's the other vocalist. I actually like it, though, because it's kind of this thing where he did his own thing and had his own set of vocals. And I'm like, oh, so depending on who's available, you get technically two different styles of... Two kind of different shows. And uh-huh. Two different, that's kind of cool. It's pretty cool. And I was like, well, then you could release two different EPs. But then I thought, should we even release EPs or music at all? Yeah. Just keep it... It's just a live band. We built that band so we could fuck around. Right. So it's like, do we keep that? That's cool. And then of course my hands to war. And that's Yeah, my those, hands to war. That's like that's like your old That's like the three with those those are all the same people. Right. All the same people as in that. And then Crows is with a guy named Ian and then my wife, of course, and then we're just a three piece. Yeah. So we could like tour so in my cool. forerunner. How is how like how's my hands to war going? Slow. <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's really hard to do stuff. It's a lot of scheduling, like we were talking about. It's like it's super hard. We're all older. We all yeah. have like bigger lives. It's like it's it's just easier to do Shinfo because we don't have to think about it. We don't have to prep and plan and do this whole thing and make it a hoopla and get tickets and promote because we knocked it down to like four shows a year because we want them to be events with right. my hands to war. We want it to be something that you don't get in every show. It's like a it's like a thing. We try right. to make it a thing. When you come see my hands to war, it's special, hopefully. Right. And uh it's just really hard to do that. No, I think I think My Hands to War carries a lot of core memories for people. Yeah. It's a positive experience. You y'all have always put on a very positive show. Yeah. We want to be crazy, we want to do and that's harder too now. Like we're not spring chickens as it were. You know, we're all a little fatter, we're all a little older, we're all got some I mean, Todd's damn near full gray headed. Like it's Yeah. <laughs> it's right. getting you know, it's like, oh shit. We fucked around and stayed a band long enough to be old. But that's kind of wholesome. <laughs> that's good though. That means you. That, that honestly means that y'all got good chemistry. We have a record. It's just not out. Uh, I, I heard y'all's ch- so project, um, hollow project on YouTube. He posts all these like, he posts all these like, like basically bands from Arkansas. From mm-hmm. like, he's got stuff from the '60s, '70s, '80s. Whoa! What the fuck? Really? Yes. Oh, I need to find that. Yeah. Pro, um, hollow project. Hollow project. Yeah. He's, okay. Yeah, he posted y'all's chiptune record. Was it Chiptune or what? I'm, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Well, we've had a couple of music videos come out, and then we had a, like an EP years ago that was called Isolation Blooms. And Wait, then the I record think I sent is it to Justin. The record is not out yet. Well, unless you know Justin Cole, and then of course, <laughs> then you've had it. Then you then you've probably heard it. But My that's hands okay to too. War, Gospel Canyon Eight Bit. Holy Moses, that was like. That was 2012. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I, I Project really, Hollow. He, that was supposed to be a real EP, and we put out the 8-bit version first just for funsies. Yeah. Because Justin was on this kick of, like, I can make any song 8-bit. It was like when <laughs> those programs were dropping, and yeah. he was just spending hours making songs into 8-bit songs because he's, he's a hyper y'all, fan. Because y'all listen to um, Horse the Band three times. Oh, uh, well, yeah. You know, my first band, my first show with my band Annabelle was with Horse the Band. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, that's awesome. I never got to see Horse the Band. I got to see them like two or three times. They were fucking wild. I can imagine. I've oh. always wanted to see them. Yeah. That's a fun one. I've also always wanted to see like Dangers. Never got to see Dangers. I don't even know who that is. They're another one. They're just like a wild band. Yeah. I only got to see The Chariot like I think twice. Which that blows my mind because you spent so much time at Downtown Music. Like I did. And they played there a, few, a handful of times. I saw them at like scream, scream the Prayer, I at think. At the Village. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then oh, that's when they put a hole in the fucking stage. Who else have I? When did I don't even remember when I've seen them, but I know it's only been twice, and that makes me disappointed because I love them. They're like they bring that chaotic like they are wild the most, yeah. punk energy. That, them and Dillinger. Yeah, that's what that that always gets me when a band is like doing crazy, yeah. and they're just like they're just like stacking shit on top of each My other, and, like shit. just fucking fucking their shit up, acting like maniacs. I'm like yeah. I'm like oh man. The stage presence, stage yeah. presence, you, yeah. know? They're, you know, they're not trying to be tough guys. They're just fucking maniacs. They're maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we had a lot of that in our youth. My answer war was maniacs for sure. Yeah, I know. I, we had shows would cost us money. Not, we didn't make money. We would break something and be like, exactly. oh, fuck man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I've heard, I've heard crazy stories about, uh, younger jungle juice and like 
stand and it's like that maniac mm-hmm. energy you know that 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 does something you know that that does something that gets people hype you see bands still having wild shit but i feel like some of that i don't know if it was just generations influencing generations and something got missed but you definitely don't see the truly insane things i feel like too much anymore no very very rare that a band will come around you'd be like holy fuck they are standing upside down in the ceiling what the fuck is happening right now exactly that's what i miss i miss that kind of thing because that was what i don't know that that's what got me it's like i was like fuck dude they're, they're, these people are just like really into it. Oh, there are moments I have in my brain where I'm like looking up because, of course, they went up. And I think Stan still <laughs> carries that stage presence a little bit. For sure. Well, we want to do it. Right. But we got responsibilities now. Right. Like, I still want to just jump through my drum set <laughs> all the time. I think about it constantly right. from stage. Like, just pick it up and throw it into the fucking crowd. But then I go... I'm going to need that next practice. Like, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't just I'm do not, that. Because, I'm not 18. Because I have light bills and shit to pay. Like, my cell phone payment is past due. I, yeah. I can't just destroy this drum. Right. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> there's, there's a certain type of zealous arrogance in the youth that just makes yes. it towards, like, it's like, it's like, fuck the drum set. I'm, like, I'm off the cuff right now. Uh-huh. And it's, <laughs> called, well, irresponsibleness and my dad pays my bills. Still. Yes. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. My dad pays my bills. Uh-huh. It's much easier to destroy things when your money can be be kind of just for whatever mm-hmm. i'm sorry like i won't do it again <laughs> right but uh no that's the chariot <laughs> yeah we used to call it the fatality finale if a show was going well mm-hmm. somebody would be like yo and they would just say that and we'd all be like hell yeah and that meant break everything break everything uh-huh. stack the amps on top of each other literally stack the drums on top as well one of my favorite ones is at the village and the guitarist Dustin, he disappears into the hole. Remember the hole where they would stack all the drum kits off that ramp? And he just disappears. You're like, what the fuck? And we're like pushing shit. Bassist is ripping his strings off the fucking guitar. What the hell? And it's so sick. And then all of a sudden, all I see is this orange guitar just just come flying through the air he he just fucking like and it just smashes boom pick guard pops off the front of it i'm just like this fucking rules i'm kicking shit over and everyone's like that was awesome and you're like that's what you want uh, and you're going and we were i think we were playing with sky it's airplane yeah that is who we were playing with yeah 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 no it's sky it's airplane (laughs) i haven't heard that name so long well they would come walking off and they were like it was one of the one times where he, it was a, you know, he, sometimes you have those rock star moments mm-hmm. and that was one of them. I, I carry it deeply. We're walking past him and they were like, really don't want to follow that. You guys probably should have headlined this one. I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. That's the moment. That's when you know. Uh-huh. That's when you know. You just, you brought every ounce of everything you had and you left it on the, on the thing. It's like, we have to be better than you right now. I'm sorry about this, but fuck you for like the next 30 minutes. It's fuck you. (laughs) That's so good. That's so good. (laughs) And then you, you know, now you're 40 and it takes uh, a week to recover from just a regular show. I really can't throw this guitar. (laughs) My guitar is not. (laughs) Oh, my knees can't take it. I've been doing flooring since, you know, high school, right? Well, right out of high school. Just, you know, yeah, life shit. But the new That's band, so how's band. that going? Are y'all show ready? Mm-mm. I would not say so. We've, ha- we've had a couple of practices. We're going to be recording, mm. and then we're just going to keep doing that for a while and just kind of like build on top of that and see where that goes, I think. Are you going to record and put it out or record and just listen back to it and be like, mm, maybe not? 
I really don't know how this is going to go. Is it like a demoing thing? Or yeah, a... I think it's going to be a demo thing. But, I, you know, we might – I think we I think we are going to, like, record and put it out, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's the plan anyways. Yeah, don't quote me on that. Sure, sure, sure. You know? But, um, yeah, no, we're going to – We were supposed re- to put out a record two years ago. Trust me, I know how yeah. it goes. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But, no, we're going to record, and then we might have a couple of shows lined up in late January, I think. But it, they're out of state. They're all out – all the shows are uh, out of state. Yeah, yeah. Out of state, like, fest stuff, or, like, out of state, like, just cause, or? Out of state, because it's, like, our, I think it's mostly our friends. Mm. It's, like, Will's, Will and Matt's and my friends. All Is the connections. Right All the connections and shit. Am I spilling the beans too much? No, it's cool oh. now. We just have to actually be right. <laughs> uh, now you're accountable. <laughs> this goes live Tuesday morning, so after Tuesday morning, yeah, it's no, all accountability now. Yeah. yeah, now yeah. you have to. The pressure's on Bryce. I like I like I like out of state shoot. I don't I have done do it enough. I haven't played an out of state show in so many years. Yeah. I, well, I've does actually, Memphis count? I feel like Memphis doesn't count. Does it count? I feel like Memphis does count. It's in Tennessee, even though it's like right by. It's it. like fucking seven hours. minutes. Yeah. Like it's like, but it's like Arkansas, and then the venue you're at is literally like right here. If you could see it you could almost throw a rock at the border it's like that's true you're well, right there that is very very true i guess it counts but i don't feel like it is i want to be like nashville bound you know or something yeah. like that it's just so it's just so it's just so close you know and i've been i've been to so many shows in memphis at this point you know the, it feels kind of like second home sometimes because mm-hmm. you go into like growlers going to like high tone i've I think the last show I went there, though, the last show that I went there was actually to see uh, uh, City of Calipiter. Interesting. Yeah. Where was that at? That was at High Tone. High Tone? Was it yeah, good? City of Calipiter. No. It, okay. No. I can't, I can't stand High Tone. In it. The band was amazing. Right. It's like old 90s fans. They're really good. But, like, the crowd and, like, all the opening bands, fucking phenomenal. But the crowd, it was like five or six Just not people. into it, yeah. And I didn't know it was like so little people. Oh, yeah, no, well, yeah. We didn't play in front of too many people either. But they had like another thing booked in the other room. But it just, it just the whole thing was in shambles. Yeah. Everything felt off about it. I did not have a great time. Yeah, I was like really kind of sad. I, I, you know, I was like, why is there no one here to see this like legendary 90s band? You know? And I don't know what's going on in Memphis to cause that, but... Things change. It happened here, remember? Everything yeah. just went away. Everything kind of just went away. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of that had to do with just, like, time and, like, a lot of people were, like, not younger people. Like, there wasn't a lot of exposure to younger people. Well, that's what happened here, right? Yeah, that's what happened here. And then now, they're having that happen. How are and- these young kids even finding it? Well, that I don't, fuck, I have no clue. I've talked to them, and they just are like, oh, my brother or something. So it's like people... I guess more towards our ages, we're like, oh, my little brother, or maybe they're having kids. I mean, people my age have, they're all have teenagers that could easily come to shows. My fucking mind. Yeah. No, I was talking to these kids, and then they're just like, yeah, my parents are untrusty. Yeah. Or my parent, my parents are, uh, they're, they they go to shows. Uh-huh. Or they went to shows, and I was like, I was like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. My my dad's favorite band is your favorite band. You're like, fuck. I'm like, oh, no. I'm your dad's age. Yeah. I'm 30. Yeah. Well, I'm 29, but I'm 30. Yeah, yeah. No, and then I think it's uh, maybe it could be a case too of something 
clearly awesome has been happening here for the last few years, and it's been a giant takeaway. Like, stop making Memphis your thing. We want you to come here, and we've been everybody who's been trying to pull tours in and acts is just like you know, just like Bitterfest. But all those like one-offs, all the dates from every genre. Da, 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 no, come here, come here. Maybe slowly over the years, it didn't seem like much, but it was actually like affecting what's been going on in Memphis too. Because we're so close, why would you play both? Also, I feel like there was a change in like how we were advertising a bit. You know, everything was originally it was like there was like a Facebook event, and then they were doing street advertisements. We mm-hmm. were only passing out flyers to shows, right? Out shows, mm-hmm. and like then it's all like a lot of it's moved to Twitter and Instagram. Oh, I feel like it has to. Yeah. And Facebook feel, just denies you. You put a link on Facebook and they're like, kill it. Yeah. Squash it like a bug. And so it, like, since it's been on Instagram and also more people promoting it on like <coughs> different platforms, the exposure has, exp- and like, I feel like with Twitter and with Instagram, you know, the, the way the algorithm works a little bit differently where people are like, yo, if like your friends friends can see it and right shit. it doesn't suppress it yeah it doesn't suppress it it, it actually like it really well it's geared off. towards virality so every post it's like show it to as many people whereas facebook is like stay here yeah like stay, stay in here your, forever yeah you know your your 2000 friends mm-hmm. and they'll only see it once if ever i do this thing now with kirby because you know it'll be like six days later mm-hmm. oh, oh now no, i'm yeah. seeing it yeah, that, what that's the so fuck? weird. Or I was looking online today, and it was like a post from like five days ago. I was yeah. like, what the hell? Why am I getting new, like old information new? Yeah. I didn't even see that. What is this, the newspaper? Like, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Facebook effectively turned itself into old media. Like, what the fuck is happening? But it doesn't really seem to work. Uh, we have We have our best luck with Instagram and messaging, direct messaging. DMs, text messages, and physical ticket sales are... Yeah like the driving force but also we kind of have an older fan base so wonder, it tends to work better that way i wonder if like street advertisement can still work though if you're like oh, strategic absolutely. about it and like at least expose itself to new people because i don't want to just like i think there is something there i think strategize you have to put them in like key places you like can't just go houses, you can't fly or shit. dump yeah yeah like usually you could just be like here take this you can't yeah. do that anymore yeah because that's what like i remember silly thing that i used to do i don't know why but like, there would be a show that was booked, and then, like, I would go, and I would print off the show that was booked, it's flyer, from, like, Facebook, and then I'd go, I'd go to, I'd pay, like, 10 cents, and then print off a fuckload of copies at the uh-huh. library, and I'd just start putting them up around my city, yep. and around Cersei, and around Cabot, and, like, I don't think it really got too much exposure, and I don't really know why I was putting so much energy into that. Just doing what you do in your part? Yeah, uh-huh. there was, like, a part of my brain that's like, I'm doing my part. That's that's, what, right. that's really what it Street was. Street team shit. Right. And I wanted to do that for a long time, but... I think it still works, but it's, like, very, very... Sl- and QR codes on the flyers. Like, just yeah, don't QR... do not not do that. Like, yeah. a ticket link or a link to the band so at least people can know what they're coming to see. If they're yeah. like, oh, this looks like something I would do. Let me check. It's like it's like mixing modern and old. Right. Both, you know, at the yeah. same time. Unless you're doing an event, in which case you can't have, like, 400... like. You know, Bitterfest can't have a flyer f- just with every all those bands. How many bands played? Thirty. That's crazy. Yeah, there was thirty bands, and like there was like I think I I, I hadn't seen six of them. Wow. Yeah. Did you get to cross all six off your list? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I added all six, and it was like it was like really cool. I didn't see, I like Integrity was a crazy big one for me, and then 
All Out War was a crazy big Did Integrity headline the whole thing? Yeah. They were like the last band of yes. Saturday. Yes, it was it was it was wild. <laughs> and then they, they ended the set with hybrid moments by the misfits. And I was like, this is just this is just bonkers. <laughs> um But Integrity was super, super fun. They they ended the night amazing. They ended the fest amazing. That's good. Yeah. A good headliner. That's probably the, one but, of the most stressful things in the world if I had to plan a fest. Yeah. But Who caps my, it? My favorite set probably was like World I Hate. Who? World I Hate. Oh. They, they're, they're like a powery, violence, kind of like hardcore, fast, hardcore band. Okay. They're just like really fucking good. Um, really hard hitting. Awesome. Um, Hal from a band um, from way back when that I really liked, uh, Black Hole, he fronts it. And... We got to talk a lot, um, but that was like that 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 set was like up there for me. Really, and then um, yeah, and then uh, Primitive Rage, um, and then oh god, who else? You know, Terminal Nation, Second Life did Second. Okay, so I cried I during heard World Life I did Hate. Great. Yeah, yeah, I cried during World I Hate, and I cried during Second Life. Oh yeah, I did cry during Second. It Life. happens. It was it was the moment when all those kids got on stage. And I was like, yeah, when all the kids got on stage, it just kind of like, I was like, I was like, fuck, dude. Uh I was like, fuck. And then I was like, I was like, they're out there doing it. You know, it's like, it was like, I was like, and that's Matt. I love that. Yeah. And I was like, and that's like, that's like my friends. It's like Will. That's like Keely. You know, that's like Jeremy, Cody. Cody used to be in More Than Sparrows, Mm -hmm. you know, and now they're up there and they're playing this huge ass show. It's like there's the kids, you know, and they're uh-huh. they're up there going wild. And I was like, man, Arkansas, yeah, you know, Arkansas's getting it, and <coughs> you know, it's not it's not it's not small, you know. Right. Truly having a moment for sure. Yeah, like yeah. we're able to fit our ambitions into something now. Right. You know, we all had these. I feel like everybody had like these really big ambitions, these really big dreams, and you know, they had the personality. They had like the rock star personality. They had like this like big big ideas, and it was like. It wasn't as easy, you know. Oh, well, you to used to get that. shit on for having big ideas, you know, right. back then. Why would you ever want to add something to something? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of shitty-ass attitude is that? Yeah. We used to get shit all the time for doing things differently. And I totally, 100%, get what you're talking about. Yeah, and now now the ambition's there, you know, like, they, yeah. can, they can match it. Okay, but I have to pee real fast. Do it. Kurt, what are you doing? You fall asleep yet? I'm always asleep. My name's Kurt. Hey, my name's Kurt. I sleep. Good. You're good. Cooper, get up here. Podcast. I don't know. Talk, dude. About what? What'd you do today? Today? Today. Did you sleep? I slept a good amount. You look very tired. Yeah. A good amount is like five hours. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel that. He's, he's like, what am I going to talk about? And then you're talking about regrettable casino decisions? Yeah. Already today. So, so Rachel just mentioned oh. the end of the Second Life set. How did you feel about that? I thought it was really cool. Um, I feel like we finally have, like, a new wave of people. Or Like, I made a post about it earlier, but, like, because before it was, like, my kind of, like, the group of people that started going to shows when I did or, like, a couple years before that. And then 
after that, we didn't have, like, a big wave. We'd have, like, a couple here and there. Sure. And, like, there's a couple of people from, like, that would say, like, that are probably around, like, 25-ish years old right now. Mm. And then, like, my group is, like, in our early 30s. Yeah. To, like, mid-30s. and But we don't have a lot of those people that are, like, in that 25-years-old age range. Yeah. So now we got a bunch of people that are, like, 18 to, like, 22. Right. That we have a massive wave. That new rush of kids yeah. coming into the scene. Every show, it's just like, oh, I don't know any of these people anymore. I only know the people that work here. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Well, it's like a lot of them are in bands now. Yeah. Because they started coming to shows and they immediately, like, all of them started bands. That, well, I mean, you know, I talk about it all the time on that kaleidoscope eyes moment where you just go and your brain sparkles and you just go, this is fucking real. Yeah. This happens in this tiny room and it's really cost effective. And like these people will talk to you after the show and it's just cool as fuck. Yeah, very and, cool. And you're putting on this larger than life persona for someone who's never even probably seen something like that. And they are losing their fucking mind in real time. And you don't even think nothing of it. Why? Because you had that moment. 15 years ago. Yeah. And then that person, they start their band, yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. Actually, Switch. No, Hot no, potato. No, 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 no. Okay. Come on, come oh, on. <laughs> Are you doing vocals in the new project? Here. Yeah, we're doing... Yeah. Sorry about that. No, you're good. So yeah, we're. Do, I'm doing vocals in the new project. And Matt's doing bass. Um, Backup grunts. Yeah, and then Will's, <laughs> Will actually might be doing... A little bit of vocals too while from the drums. drum kit. What? Yeah, yeah it's gonna be cool. Is he doing the barking? No, he's. He, I think he's actually doing like a singy part. Really? In one of the songs, yeah. It's, oh, it's a little shit. bit more like, like uh, singy, like, but but kind of like sing yell, like a yell thing. Yeah. Yeah. Singing and kind of like like almost like a new metal singy type thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fred Durst in it. Getting that, a burst that, of that, Durst. Is that good? Threat's got a burst of durst. Yeah. Right, yeah, we'll right, see. Right. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. And then Bryce. Uh, Subject to change. Bryce, he's in the band Hypertension. Shout out Hypertension. Um, he's playing guitar. See what y'all have: just guitar, bass, drums, vocals. Yep. Just four piece. Yep. Nice. Just a four piece. Keep it's, it simple. It's very simple. It's very simple. It's very cool. It's the way to go. Less uh, people to ask. Hey, are you free? Can we yeah. do this? Yeah, and I've been trying to figure because I was like, like I don't want to do the like, I I I have to figure out how to make my stuff work because like for Violent Pack it was I would write and then like what I would write would be like a complicated story and then like I would have to strip it down to like being like something that just goes duh 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 mm-hmm. right the beats right yeah. so i had to like and i was like i can't make my ideas and animate them right and now i'm like well i'm like i'm going to try to make it happen and with like faster hardcore i'm kind of more able to experiment and change like mm-hmm. how i'm doing the vocals so i'm like experimenting with like uh you know I guess you could say like the math of it or right. something. Oh yeah, absolutely. The right. beats, the beats and the structure and yeah. When I do vocals in Lame Johnny, I'm constantly the guitar in my hand, rethinking the part, like having the song and like writing it down and being like, uh da 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 and then I'm like, Okay, no, move my hand here, do this. Right. Very percussive vocal stylings. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, how can I how can I change 
how I'm going to sing this to where it still works for the song, but it works for me more. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, it's been kind of interesting. Are you writing pre the song is done and just trying to add it to something? Yeah. So okay. originally like I was like, what, like I, like I would write, I write like a lot of lyrics and then like, I'll, well, I'd write a poem or I'd write like an idea and then have to edit it. Yeah, cause, yeah. cause like, you know, I I'll have like a book that I'm writing, you know, or like I'll have like a poem, and I'm like, well, actually, I could just turn this into like a a song, mm-hmm. and like, or I could like break this down, and like, then you got to really extrapolate from it and take from it and like make it a right. little. What's bit different. the key points? How What's, do I get there? Yeah. Okay, I'm having to take out a lot. So, but yeah. that's and that's like, super good mental practice the the removal of stuff is so much harder than the adding and trying to make it fit yeah but then like the removal of stuff and also it's like how can i still keep like mm-hmm. to where it's like and it doesn't it, it's not like it doesn't strip it down to where it's just like i find it aesthetically ugly oh yeah absolutely like keeping that keeping your keeping like the the, the poetry of it and like because i feel like i wasn't able to do that in my last band i felt like i like I felt like it aesthetically wasn't pleasing to me. You're having to get rid of the ebb and the flow of it. Yeah, the the, the, the ebb and flow of it, yeah. and like the like the, the 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 things that I actually found beautiful about it, mm. or the story I was trying to tell, or like express, and like the vocabulary that I wanted to use. Ah, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah, the vocabulary that I yeah. wanted to use, and like I like, and then like when you took away all of that, it's like, oh, this is just like a, a bunch of like four syllable words that are just like really, it it doesn't fit what right. I wanted. Or you're having to break a longer one up into multiples, so then it doesn't even fit that right. It's hard to, okay, I'm trying to tell a story, but this is over here. Now this is here, this many beats away. Is anyone really like, right, attaching to the whole thing? The string of words has to be. Also, sometimes, and I and I've done this to myself, where I'll go back and listen to something I wrote, and I'm like, actually, these lead-ins, this makes no fucking sense. Like, <laughs> no, well, sometimes, like I I think I think about like, okay. I'm, so sometimes if you're going to make it not make sense, mm-hmm. um, be abstract and like do it, like be clever, have fun. Right. Like, you know, I've written some, I've written some whimsical and nonsense poems, sure. you know, that are very like, they're very aesthetically driven, right? There's, they're more about, it's more about putting like a visual image in your head or creating like a, um, like some kind of like image in your head and evoking an emotion right right? where it's just like but you know that's with poetry (laughs) um (laughs) yeah so if you're gonna do that you know then you need to go you need to go all in off bounds you know fucking Allen ginsburg about it Mm -hmm. you know you know bob kaufman you need to just say okay you know and then like fucking go all in and let it be a stream of consciousness right let it be let it and then like that can be honest that can be very primal that can be very like a beautiful thing can come from that mm-hmm. um but you know if if you try to if you try to think too long you know then <laughs> yeah yeah you can't overthought you can't be abstract and like like obsessive it's either you're going to be obsessive or you're going to be abstract. <laughs> right. Right. You also only have like an average of like, what, two, two and a half minutes to get the whole thing out. You know? Oh, yeah. No. If we're you talking know? about music, that's even more so. Right. That's, right. No, that's like, even more complicated. Boiling that down is so insanely hard to do. Like, like, for example, like, have you ever read like fucking the Blood Brother lyrics? 
oh, I mean, a million years ago. Right. The Blood Brother lyrics, like, what the fuck are those guys talking you about? But talk it's about beautiful. Confusing as fuck. Yes, yes, but it's beautiful shit. It's 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 it, that's like the the whimsical abstract aspects that you're just like, oh fuck, John Whitney is like, what the like fucking wild, 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 wild writer. Truly an unhinged band. Or or like you know like uh, not in like the fucking um, metal or hardcore genre, but like you know you've got. You've got artists like fucking Genesis Peorage and like Psychic TV and Throbbing Gristle. And then you've got like, all, like these, like, like, you know, Coil, all these like experimental weirdo fucking bands that like when they're writing, it's more about like, like an intense expression of emotion or like an experience or like a dream sequence. Mm. Right. Um, and then you're like, you know, it, and it, it it tells more to like it's speaking to something like in your like you know deeper internal self yeah yeah that's intense or your deep internal experiences you know that can be I don't know that that can that can that can happen that can be a beautiful thing that can be spiritual it can it can be nice oh sure you know um fucking yeah any music done right can just right like th- th- those things can be really fucking cool wash over you like a wave of that's one of the reasons why i like power energy. violence so much too when just I, could get you because it, it well could be because you can you can kind of like it's just a lot more freeing it's a lot more diy it's a lot more expansive it. yeah it's a lot there's a lot more opportunity to just go off the cuff the embodiment of it all right like, oh. it's just so raw it's yeah. just so electric it's like you can really fucking do whatever, say whatever. And, you know, it's not necessarily about uh, uh, being tough or sticking to a, a message. It's all, There's a lot of, like, abstraction there, mm-hmm. you know, and that can be awesome as fuck. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I gravitate to those things. Yeah, me hard. too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, lo- I love the, I guess you'd call it punk Literary rock, like exploration. Just, or exploration of, like, I also love to just, Oh, like fuck like especially named Johnny oh my god it's just like it went from this whole like scope of ideas to just a giant middle finger yeah. anything I could throw a middle finger at I just wanted to and it, it's, I love it like we have a blues basically a blues rock song and it's still just I have oh, so yeah, much no, y'all intensity did some, into it when I saw y'all what was that that was like lap lame Johnny Ooh, Violent uh, Pack where was that that was at the fucking uh, oh full moon full moon records yep that show fucking ruled. Yes. You know, that show was crazy. Um, but y'all's was... performance was phenomenal. Well, thank you. Yeah. No, it was really fucking, it was really fucking good. And I was like, that, that's a badass band. I legitimately love being in that band. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that was a badass band. That was, there was a lot of really cool ideas, a really like interesting, like artistic exploration there. It's a lot of simplistic things stacked on top of each other. I call it a song lasagna. <laughs> Because I'm not actually talented. I just know enough to get by. So if I can screw with that ability, like in yeah. such a way that makes it just different enough to be able to like, like say sing and play guitar at the same time. I can do it simply. Yeah. But I can't do it com- complexly. Like I, there's no way. So I have to really play with when am I playing like a riff and when am I just kind of drilling the guitar so I can have a moment to get the lyrics out. Right. It's a lot of back and forth. So writing a lame Johnny song takes... Hopefully we do it like right then in that moment, but then the getting the lyrics in is the harder part. Right. Sometimes I have to just throw whole parts of the song away, like because the I just can't do it. Yeah, yeah, because like I just I either want the vocal or I want the instrument, but I just can't do it. 
Also, that band does something that I love where we let the song have its moment mm-hmm. where there just won't be vocals, which That's I cool. love. I love that. No, a breaks are good. There's not a lot of that in music these days no. where it's just, you know, just the music. Because, like, music is good, too. Yeah, music is good. You know, like the old, <laughs> like back in the 70s, you'd have like a six minute long song and like two minutes of that is straight up, not just like a solo or anything, but sometimes it's just the band jamming and it's cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess, you know, that's where the, the, there's a lot of good ideas in that. Yeah. There's a lot of good ideas in that. <clears throat> and I get why we don't <clears throat> write necessarily ballads anymore. Those that kind of died off. But sometimes it's still pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I've, it's interesting to think, like, what would it be? Uh, um, they uh, Mammoth Caravan just did it. They have a 17 minute song. That's crazy. I, I was just it, that, that makes me think of like Sleep Dope Smoker. And I think they did the whole thing live. Yeah. Like, actually. Uh, with uh, Tedford. I think they set up and actually played the whole damn song all the way through. They didn't just part by part it, I think. Man, I don't really. I need to call Robert about that because I know he was telling me. I was like, what the fuck crazy shit are y'all on? That's cool. <laughs> Firstly, a 17-minute song is wild in this day and age. But I guess if you're playing a set, pretty cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. We played two. They played a lot of music last year. Who? Mammoth Caravan. Oh yeah, they played a lot live. I wish. They did the seventeen-minute song live at Muse. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I missed Cave In at that. That we were. Where were we? Why didn't we? Oh, we were at Chicago. Oh, Riot Fest. Yeah, we were in Chicago at Riot Fest. That would be. That's why we didn't see Cave In, right? Last year. Yeah. Twenty twenty-two. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was in September, so that makes sense. But Caven would have been sick to see. Sure. That would have been fun. And then that, that quest theater, too, which I'm still yet to go Wait, to. Wait, was that the Dreamland one? Is that what it was? No, what was that? It's in North Little Rock. Is that the Argenta Community Ar- That's it. Argenta Community Theater? What's that? It's like right next to Four Quarters. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Right next to Four Quarter, Kurt said. They probably won't hear him. We really got to get him a microphone. <laughs> yeah. That'd Kurt, be, a Kurt Cam yeah. and a Kurt mic. We really got to do that, which we actually do have the mic. We have just been the laziest fucks and not hooked it up yet. Shout out Zachary Carlisle for loaning us the mic we haven't set up. That's awesome. <laughs> um, uh, what? Whoa, shit. Was it over? No. How'd you do that? Magic. He put his own face on there. That was cool. Oh, that's that's. Awesome. haven't seen that. <laughs> Okay, cool. Oh, whatever. Uh, best show you've ever seen? The best show that I've ever seen. Oh, let me go through the list. I'm actually going to pull out the list now and just try to remember. Because there's been, I've been. I've been I just lot. imagine you walk around with it in like a wallet and you're just like. And it just keeps progressing like a cartoon, <laughs> just getting bigger and bigger. There's some. Let's see. <laughs> there's some ones. Let me think. Let me think. The craziest show I've ever been to. I have a handful. Craziest now. Shit, I don't know. Because, like, do we count crazy as in, like, injuries? Because watching someone get hurt is a wild-ass thing to do. I think that can be in it. But, you know, it's got there's got to be some wild diversity. Mm. You know, there's got to be... You got, we got to be diverse. Like, maybe, like... Can it be a show you played? Yes, it can be a or show. Or is that you, off the Absolutely, list? you can play it. Let's see. I want to say, all right, maybe Scion Fest. Uh, one of the, one of the ones was Scion Fest with Negative Approach. Uh, 
Mm. I remember I was younger then. I remember just standing there. And this was like in a hard rock cafe. And like everybody was moving. Everybody was old. Everybody was kind of scary, covered in tattoos. (laughs) And it was just like, it was just... It was just kind of like a moment for, and I also that same night I sat with Wally from um, Rotting Out, and we had a glass of water together, and um, that was a that was a crazy night, you know, and just seeing negative approach going the fuck off, right? You know, uh, that was one of them. Let me think. Uh, also, Melvin's played that. Whoa, Melvin's and I like that was my first time seeing Melvin's. They're fucking cool. huge sound. I've never seen the Melvins. That's badass. Yeah, Melvins are super super sick. Um, that was that's one of the maybe uh, recently uh, still Charlie XCX. That was uh, what is that? Charlie XCX. She's she's like a pop artist. Okay. She she does like you know like uh uh like like girly pop music. Where was this at? Uh, Texas. It was probably the gayest show I've ever been to, and I mean Wait in a, a positive way. I'm like, Wait a minute. I think Kaylee might have been at that. When was that? Dallas. Oh. Uh, was that in the summertime? Yes, it was. <gasps> I think Kaylee was at that. Is that your wife? Yes. Oh yeah, probably so. Well, because she like went to it two was nothing but like that sounds so familiar. It was like nothing but girls and like that's what she yeah gay people yes <laughs> they're gay people. Her, well, she's there with her two gay friends. That's there we that's go. Exa- I, that has to be the same show. It was. She was like it was the craziest thing. It was. The, it was a line like that wrapped around the building out the door, and I was like I was like oh my gosh, it was like crazy as fuck. And um, Baby Tate played it, and Charlie XCX, and it was just... That is it. It was very big. She's a very talented artist. It was a very big experience. It was very fun. That's fun. Super awesome. Um, um, Charlie XCX is up there. Uh, Saw 100 Gex uh, at, uh, like, a long last time ago in uh, St. Louis, and that was a really crazy show. Because they were still young, but they were like they were still a newer band. Mm. But they, they, but where they just had released like their first few, like that, that like that first like Money Machine just came out, and so like it was still real hype, but it wasn't too hype. Like Anthony Fantano didn't touch it yet, really, right. if I if I remember right. And like it was really 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 fun. It was like big crowd, a lot of cool queer people, and I got to see a lot of friends that are like out of state that I hadn't got to like make friends with. Like in person, like oh, like internet friends, yeah, okay. like internet friends that you wouldn't expect <clears throat> to see there, right? But they were like, like other trans people are just like, oh yeah, like I came here and migrated from so and so to come see oh, this, right. you know? And you're like, oh, that's so cool, and then so it was kind of like a weird internet reunion, like internet union. <laughs> yeah, you just so, never know. Yeah, so that was a really fun one. Also, I saw Machine Girl in a house at Pine Street. Uh, Pine Street. Pine wow. Street. Yeah, Pine Street was a really cool venue in Little Rock. Yeah, loved Pine Street. I played there once. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I've had like all my friends. I never lived at Pine Street, but all of my friends have lived at Pine Street. I've spent so much time at Pine Street, Hollow House, the fucking Starlight House. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck all the house show Gaines Street. Uh, you know the fucking. Is there any house show houses anymore? Okay, so we just got a house. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> we just got a house. We're actually moving in on the fifteenth. We're gonna see how it goes. We're gonna let some uh, like you actually. I got oh, a, yeah, oh, I got a I house. see, I see. Uh, so we're gonna see how it goes with letting a couple of our friends maybe practice there. Just to test it out with just the neighbors to test and the shit. Water uh-huh. and shit. And if things go well, who knows? Right. You maybe know, one or two. Maybe one or two you exactly. Know. Maybe one or two. Don't but, overdo it. Right. But we might let that happen. 
keep oh, it small and no drugs, no alcohol. Big right, solid right, right, rule. Because right. yeah. uh, the cops come, you don't want that shit. I don't want that. And honestly, you know, we've got spaces for that. We got enough spaces for that. We've sure. got Pizza D. We've got Vinos. We got Vinos. Rev- and I love those all places. the venues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the venues. And I love those places. Massive respect for them. Awesome spaces. And they've been here for years. But I do think there needs to be one a queer friendly space. Mm-hmm. You know, a space where it's like, oh, this is like this is like very queer space. And then two this queer space isn't an alcohol <coughs> space. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like a place where we're like out getting. I think if you got the possibility of cops showing up anywhere, don't do it. As a person who's been in handcuffs because of alcohol being at shows, yeah. And there's underage drinkers yeah. going on. This was in my twenties, but uh, not great. Yeah. Not fun. Real fucked up. And that's another thing. I really want that to be kind of controlled in regards to like who is there, right? Because uh, you know, I. As much as like, you know, I want young kids to come to shows. Like it, 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 it can kind of get kind of weird with like a bunch of young kids at my house. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, all yeah. ages is cool, but also it's like, at my house. You but know, sometimes it isn't. It, it, yeah, I don't want. Right? I don't want to have to be responsible for that kind of environment. Right. Right. Because there's a lot of responsibility that comes in that. There's a lot of keeping your fucking guy out and work. Mm-hmm. But if it's like my friends, like close friends and shit, people that I've known for ages and ages and Absolutely. ages. I want to try to keep at least for the first like few times. Yeah, just checking it out and testing the waters, seeing how I feel. Natalie, d- Natalie's like gun ho, and I was like, "No, nah, let's go all in." <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm playing the first show. You're playing the second show. We're gonna, yeah. yeah, anybody can come. Uh-huh. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be wild. And I'm just like, we'll have the like whole controlled. yard of people. We'll put a TV on the porch. Yes, we'll film it so they can see. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what she wants. And I'm just like, no, we got to keep it controlled. We gotta and we control. and we'll only do one because the right. cops are definitely coming. <laughs> but there has been a couple of house show houses that have popped up. It's been kind of low key. Like I know there's been that one that's like, oh, it's like there was like the night before bitter the pre show. There was a house show show that night. Oh really? Yeah, and oh, like okay. all these like like DIY punks were like, hey Rachel, like you should come to this. And I was like really torn. I was like, do I want to go to this or do the I The pre show at Vinos or the Or yeah, but I was like, no, I gotta go to the pre show at Vinos. So I went mm. to the pre show at Vinos to support like, you know, Dryer Fire. Yeah. Because that's that's the homies and Mazinko, Death Rattle. Death Rattle. Yeah, those are all my homies. Mazinko, yeah. Death Rattle and like and Dryer Fire. Those people are my friends. I want to be there to support them. So I went there instead, but th- like I also want to support house show venues like that. Yeah. We need to bring that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel that. Yeah, we Pine do. Street was uh was a home for a lot of people. I mean, it was it was a home in the <coughs> sense that it was a home, and then it was a home in the sense that it was well, like. And there's also just house shows have, like they they have bands that belong in houses. Like there's yeah. this thing where some things just don't work on. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, the craziest just, you, show. And some of my favorite shows I've ever played in my life are in-house. It's yes. just everyone's same face. You're just sweaty as fuck. You're screaming in the microphone. And yes. Everyone's feeling the same shit. You're just like, this fucking rules. The craziest Look, show. Burn this motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> was, okay, Starlight. It was Star... I, I totally didn't even think about this, but it was... It, so I've got crazy house show stories. Starlight. <laughs> this person was getting in a fight with my ex-partner. And then this per- – because they were like, – it was it was a bunch of, like, old, crusty, like, out-of-state punks mm-hmm. that you'd never seen before in your life. And they were there. They were just, like 
<laughs> they were just like there to wreak havoc and go oh, crazy. Oh, yeah. No, right? the crust punks. Yeah. Boy. So it's a bunch of these guys. And then um, they start trying to find my partner. And then I start trying, like, I'm having to fight them. And then, like, all this time, there's this band, Mala Leech, that's playing. Mala Leche. They're playing, and it's going, it's the room's going fucking nuts already. They're trying to find my partner. Then my friend gets on top of something and is jumping onto them. And then we're all fighting. And then this brawl occurs where it's like all these, like, crusty out of state punks are fighting locals. Oh, my God. Like, local yokels. And just, like, shit's going crazy. All while this band, Mala Leche, is playing. (laughs) They're probably like, well, we killed it. Did you see how many match boots there was? Yeah. It's just in this guy's living room. It's in Starlight. That's like, that's. That is nuts. And then, like, the thing is, I remember, so I just, I was in high school. I was just in high school, I think. And so, um, one of my friends, she had never been to a show, ever. That's the first experience. That was the oh first show God. she went to. She was, her boyfriend was, was an old best friend of mine. And he was like, she was like, you know, we can't, we, like, she was talking to me and my partner. So she's like, she's like, you know, don't, just don't tell him that I'm going to a show yet. I think he want to be the first person to take me to a show, but I really want to go to the show tonight. I want to, I want to see what it's like. And I was like, yeah, dude. So it was like me, totally. my partner, and then like, um, my other friend, um, Sin, um, Sin Ellis. And we were like, dude, you can, yeah, come to the show. So we get, we, we all go and then they're just sitting. I just remember seeing them in the door frame and they're just like, Mortified. Just like their eyes just like they're just like what the hell well you're either never coming back to a show ever again or they're like they're like that's, that's the, the craziest thing. shit i've ever seen yeah. in my life yeah. oh and it was the next one exactly and that was the reaction good good that good. was the reaction they're like they're like i want to do this all the time i want to come back and i was like i was like i was like of course you do it always happens if you're prone to you know, any amount of like craziness, you are you're just sucked right in. Yeah, you're sucked right in. They're like you'd go outside, there's that half pike outside. So she's like she's just like watching people skateboard. Oh yeah. Yeah, there she's watching people skateboard, goes in, sees a brawl happening, walks back outside. What a day. <laughs> sees like four or five bald chicks and she's just like, What is going on? You're not culture going to bed shock. that night. Yeah, 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 you're not going to bed. Absolute culture shock. And then she goes back to BV and she's just like She's just like, man, what am I doing here? I'm going to go to Little Rock. <laughs> just from that to literal crickets at night. Yes. Like, fucking hell. Yeah. That was a crazy house show experience. And then um, Machine That's incredible. Girl. Playing um, playing uh, <coughs> Pine Street. Um, I, honestly, they Starlight, when Starlight had that small tiny they were using like that small tiny little space that had that bathroom in it and i remember somebody was in the bathroom they walked in the bathroom while the band's playing and was using the bathroom they were throwing toilet paper from the bathroom stall i remember just it was just the crazy i think that was actually rob trailer that was doing that <laughs> sorry it was just a crazy was starlight the one where they play in the in the kitchen so there was okay. So Starlight had many many versions. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember. I know was, I've been there. Yeah. Like so there times. was a t- there were times where they played in the lawn, outside right. on that skate that skate thing. There were times where it was they like played, that back room. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I played there. Yeah. Then they played in the yeah. back room, and then they also played in the living room space. Was there like a fireplace in there for some reason? I, I'm trying to remember. Yes, I think there was. Yeah. 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 And then in Pine Street, they I, I saw a band called Pope 
and Nouveau <laughs> downstairs, and then I've seen them play shows upstairs. Oh, okay. And then, uh, and then there was Blue House and Conway, and then uh, Kyle's house. Uh, Kyle related to Chris Flores. He used to have house show houses too in Conway. And so, like, there's been house shows, houses. Yeah, all yeah, of, yeah. All of them are crazy. All of them are cool. Yeah. I've seen absolute wildness. Food fights at Gain Street. But it, make, it makes perfect sense because it's like we have nowhere to go. And we're like the outliers of the outliers. We want to do the wildest shit. Yeah. So Of course it's going to be crazy. It's right. supposed to be. It's right. like It's like bread to be just wild. But it's one of my, yeah, seriously, some all-time favorite moments. Yeah, you, just, you don't get food fights in, at venue spaces. You get right. food fights at house show houses. And that, I've experienced that. Thanks, Scott. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> yeah. I've seen... Yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen... We did one that oh, the that, yard in the back of yeah, Scott. That, and, that did happen at uh, Scott's and Chris's. Chris, yes. Thank you. Woo. Yeah, yes. the, yeah that was... That was nuts. Like 500 hamburger buns. And fucking Jacob Murray's bitch ass <laughs> hurling like would wad him up and hurl him at me. One of them hit me right in my fucking throat. I was like, what the fuck, dude? That actually hurt. <laughs> That's crazy. See, I witnessed a mashed potato fight oh, on no. Main Street. Uh, it was, yeah, just like that happens at house show houses. Oh, for sure, food fight. I don't know if I want mashed potatoes all in my guitar. No, I don't That'd want that so either. Bad. And then I have this other memory. It was, uh, it was a cover show, okay? It was a Halloween cover show. It happened at Gain Street. This was another one of those... Cr- was that this year? This was so many years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, it happened at Game Street, okay? I remember my friend Walt, he just did that movie Memo, which is about aliens. Um, we had him on here about it. You did? Yeah. That's crazy! Yeah. So Walt played... Uh, was not played. Walt uh, did... <coughs> um, was in like this like cover band for Nirvana. And they brought Walt out, and he was dressed in like like a like a hospital outfit, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody, it's Halloween, and like he starts playing Nirvana, and then I see Ted, and Ted's wedged himself. He's climbed on top of people, okay, and he's wedged himself to where he's holding himself up in the by the ceiling and by like his feet on the wall, and he's jumping, and there's like a bed that's being surfed on what because they're the holding this fuck? fucking like. They're holding like this fucking like not the box spring but like the actual bed thing. The mattress. Yes, they're holding the mattress. So there's like this like memory where I see where I'm hearing this guy scream, "Back the fuck up! Back the fuck up!" Because Walt's on the ground and everybody's on top of Walt, just screaming, "Big cheese!" What the fuck? (laughs) And then like, (laughs) and then Ted's like jumped on top of these people onto a fucking huge ass bed, and I was like, I was like, this is and my brother's outside. My little brother, he it was one of his first shows, and like, um, it he was had a hell like, of a track record for bringing people to house shows oh, yeah. their first time. Yeah, their first time always crazy. absolute chaos, just absolute fucking chaos. <laughs> fucking jumped on top of that couch, not the couch, but the bed, and was like riding on it, and then that was that was that was a pivotal moment. You know, that was a really cool because like I think Elgin was like both people from uh, that TV show. What is that stupid? Oh, don't Ameri- ask me. Uh, Beavis and Butthead. Oh, he was both Beavis. He dyed half his hair black. Half of he his was hair, Beavis and Butthead. He was Beavis and Butthead at the same time, <laughs> and he was in the Nirvana cover band. It was That's it was phenomenal. Fun. Yeah, it was super fun. That was a crazy house show. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if any, well, I've got a few wild ones. The riot that happened out, outside of Vino's at one time. Girl broke her back one time while we were playing. Really? Got stomped. 
What the hell? Fell, fell down. You know, it was an accident. Yeah. But, like, yeah, fractured her spine. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those things where people are pulled out by ER. Uh, it, one of the shows I threw, I watched a guy's fucking arm go around someone's forehead. And, I mean, it like like a noodle. Just was like, oh, shit. It was like dangling. Snapped, snapped both the bones just completely off. D- Disgusting. Like, downtown Music Hall. I remember this one. Like, I remember my friend Jonathan Paul. I saw a bunch of people get hurt at downtown yeah. Music Hall. That's where the broke back girl went. That, that happened Yeah, there. It, it was that ledge. Yes. No, the ledge was the. T- I don't know why they did that. We were all like, dude, we just got to remove that ledge. If they just removed that ledge, so many back injuries would be. <laughs> right. <laughs> not, not a thing. <laughs> yes. There was this guy, I remember Shane Evans. He slammed Jonathan right into that ledge. And then, Ooh, shit. And then Jonathan went solid fucking white. And I was like, I was like, dude, I think Jonathan's dead. I think this is it. I think we <laughs> killed kill JP. And then J- JP, of course, he's not. He didn't die, but he went to the hospital that night. That's where I like. That place was awesome, yeah. but that place was crazy. 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 That was where I saw the most fights. It was always some dude in a cowboy hat and a Pantera shirt. Yeah. He was. Yeah. It was always some weird guy. That's never been to shows, you, you know, and then Sam would be like... Or they used to go when it was, like, a completely different place, and then they come back because it still exists under the same name, and they're like, this isn't what I remember. Yeah, this, where's the butt rock? <coughs> yeah. Where's Disciples of the Death Totem? <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. What? That, Is you, that a real band? That was a real local oh, band. okay. They're like, I want to see Sonic 180. That was another local band. But, you know, there's just like some really, you know, there was some bands that existed. Band names, they, they're so much fun. You know, I always feel like mine are like kind of normal-ish, like especially for the time, like they fit the era they're in. But some of these bands, especially today, because you got to be original, the yeah. band names now are Band names wild. are rough. Yeah, so yeah. rough. Cause you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta like do back research on Wikipedia and then like Last FM and oh, then like yeah. Discog. And you're like, check out Reverb, check out Instagram, Twitter, like, oh yeah, you name it. Oh yeah. Search down every single thing. Go well. There's only 20 bands named this. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I think I think you know. Frost or if you're real lucky, they're overseas. Right. That's like oh, awesome. That's that's how you do it. You're just gonna eventually just have to use like inaudible like symbols, just noises, just noises. It's just symbols or like a like, like we're just Chipang. exclamation point. No, I think Chipang, Chipang's not a noise. I, I thought that was like. Uh, well, but, Prince was a symbol for a while, huh? Prince. Prince was a symbol. Yeah, Prince was a symbol. I think he did that for record contract problems, but really, I think so. That's cool. Why would you do that? You already had the most iconic See, name in music. My, my dad always told me it was because he was just an artist. Maybe it was. My dad was just like, no, he's just an artist. Like, he does that. It's a weird form of expression. Yeah. I want to be known as this. Or there's that Key and Pill skit where they do the 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 football players, and one of their middle names is literally construction noises. Like, he opens his mouth, and just, like, jackhammers are coming out of his mouth. It's so funny. See, yeah. That, that's how we're going to have to get uh, sooner or later with these with these band names. The, the older the world becomes. Yeah. You're going to have to have AI sift through all the things and be like, no one has this yet. Right. And, like, there's there's just so there's just so much. And it's like, also, you got to, like, that's why it's like, you got to be creative, but also, 
you know, it's getting hard. That's why we got some of these goofy ass names like gum spelled with two M's. Oh yeah. No. What if we did it with three M's though? What if we did it with four? Yeah. It just keeps going. We're gum with seven M's. <laughs> Welcome we're to the seven show. M gum. We're seven M gum. It's not a bad band name. <laughs> Yo, we're seven M gum. <laughs> but it is just spelled G U and then seven M's, but your name is seven M gum. Yes. See? 7M gum sounds kind of hard, though. Feel free to take it. it was a good, that was a good session of, like, what could a band name be? What That's could it. Because it? <laughs> it's so hard. But also, you have to be good. You can't have a band name like 7M gum and, and suck, be because bad. then both things they, suck. Yes, because then they're just going to be like, man, that's some butt rock. Yeah, that's, that's some straight shit. The, the <laughs> name is shit. The band is shit. Don't waste your time. Right. Because you'll get them with the name once. Yes, a, a name sells. A name is definitely, it's branding. Right, well, the stranger, then it's like, well, I'll pop in and see whatever the fuck this is. And yeah, that's like, kind of interesting. Yeah, it's like, whoa, they were badass. Hell yeah, I'll fuck with yeah. this. And now everyone can just turn their phone on and be like, here, show me your playlist and your Instagram. And What band is just named band name? Uh, there was a band called The Band. Really? Yeah, in the 70s, 60s, something like that. Oh, I think it was cool. just called band. I, I, I didn't know uh-huh. that. Yeah. Well, it's like yes, the Who. Oh, I fucking love the, it. Yes. Was, it was in the era. And I of, love the Who. Actually, I, I got to see the Who. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. That's cool. See, it was I, so badass. I love like that. Uh, Last like, year, I love that like Northern Soul shit, and I love like old mod shit. <clears throat> I love like old skinhead mod shit. So I love the Who. Like, I did you ever watch Quadrophenia? You watched no, Quadrophenia? No, I no, I did. I know what it is, but I, I haven't, and I should. But also. Like my dad was super into that because he's from that era. Oh, really? So like the seventies, sixties, seventies, and not really the eighties. He kind of was like, because that was when like hair metal took over. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, no, we don't do that. We don't do hair metal. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't. Uh, like I didn't get into hair metal till honestly just a few years ago when I found out they're actually doing mad riffs. Like if you take the vocals off, the music is insane. The riffs for days, riffs just riff, 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 riff. I'm like, fucking, this is nuts, huh? I could never get into it. See, I, I watched, can't. I don't like the vocals. I, I'm not a fan. Like, I watched Decline of Western Civilization, the which was the third one. It just kind of, no, the, maybe it was the third one, the second one. It just kind of ruined that whole thing for me. Mm. I don't know. I was just like, there's that band like Faster Pussycat, and then like, oh, so many. There were so many, and like I listened to a couple of them. I was like. Hair metal just never kicked off for me. Yeah, no. But, you know, honestly, I had a hard time getting into metal. I, I got, I, me and punk, we went smoothly. Sure. But it was like, <clears throat> metal, I always was like, that's why I liked, I liked hardcore before I liked, like, you know, other stuff. You know, it's just like, it takes time. Hardcore makes sense if you like punk. If you like punk, you like hardcore, I feel right, like. Right, exactly. You know, it's kind exactly. of the, the more angrier version of it. Right. And then... Yeah, I mean, well, metal is also has this thing where it's just like, it's been around because rock and roll. I mean, they used to think Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, that was heavy metal. Yeah. You listen to that now, you're like, that's what my grandpa listens to. Yeah. You know, but that's just how things go and now. But they've been around. But for I do so love that older shit. Fucking though. long. Oh yeah, I love Black Sabbath. And I love all that Black shit. Sabbath. I love like the Grand. I have all my dad's original records, and he has. I have the very no first way. run. That's cool. Black Sabbath first record. It's old as shit and it looks old as shit because it is old as shit but i still have it and i still every now and then i'll get real brave and put a needle on it and listen to it 
for a little bit. For a little bit. Just yeah. you can't you can't scratch that. It's like I don't want to get any more like physical damage than it already yeah. has. Pres- preserve that. Yeah. Tr- well, especially now that he's gone, it's like that's all I really have. I don't have too much of his stuff. So it's kind of all that's yeah. around is a record collection, a guitar, and a couple of photos. Yeah, you don't really yeah. think about that until. Yeah, know. yeah. Why would you? Yeah. I, I mean, I shot half of it with a BB gun when I was a kid. Did you? I did. <laughs> like a piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> I was a fucking hell spawn. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. You can't leave children alone. No, you I can't. was from the latchkey generation. Like we all had keys to our homes. You you walked home a mile, literally. From a bus that dropped, they didn't come to your house and no, shit. Dude, at the no. end of the fucking block. Yeah, that, that, I, I, I experienced that. You know, and then you gotta walk home. Your keys in your backpack. They all the backpacks came with key spots. Remember? Do you remember that? Are you old enough to remember? Like, see, my mom wallets, always just put a key in a secret spot. Wallets and backpacks had like a little key flap, oh, and you would really? have the key and just. Dip. Open the door and go go fucking cook you some food and you're fucking twelve. See, <laughs> that's what, I mean, Your I did parents do are that. at work. Yeah, yeah, that did happen, but it, it was it was more where we had like a secret rock that had something in right, it. Right, right, right. Oh, the plastic fake rock, plastic rocks. fake yeah, yeah. rock, or like some kind of like hollowed out thing. And then you're doing like, you know, you only have what ten fucking channels. We were poor as shit, so we had like whatever was free. The antenna channels. See, we were out there. I was like, all right, it's like, all right, let's fill up the uh, the spaces and like the the waterway, like with rocks, and let's make a swimming pool. That's exactly it. So you get bored immediately because yeah, you, you have nothing bored. to watch. Fuck TV. Yeah, I'm gonna go outside and do dumb shit. Dumb shit. Like shoot my dad's record collection with a fucking BB. Dude, gun. I'm gonna be real. I would fucking. Melt he should have beat the fuck out of me, a hundred percent, because I shot some real money. <laughs> Like, your dad, did your dad cry a little bit? Like, I feel like that probably broke more. Probably not in front of me. I, ne- I only saw my dad cry one time. I saw my dad cry all the time. My dad was not overly masculine, but he was tough as nails. Really? So it's just like, it took a lot to get him there. The only, yeah, the only time I saw him cry was when, uh, well, I guess twice. I should take that back when his parents passed away. Yeah. Like, that's tough. That is very tough. Yeah. But. I yeah, see, it, I see, that's so, like, a lot of people actually have a very similar story to that. Where with my dad, it was always, I saw him cry all the time. And then he would explain to me why he cried. Well, see, you know, he was the one that would get in trouble for having emotion. Like, his generation, his dad yeah. was military. They moved around. You know how that is. Yeah. Like, that's the same old story. Yeah. Oh, you think that hurts? You should try watching your friend's head explode, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, no. You know, like, uh, well, I'm sorry I didn't go to war yet. I'm not really old enough. <laughs> see, my grandpa, my grandpa was like, he drew... It blueprints for the trains and shit, and like he Whoa, did. He that's was, cool. Yeah, like he an was engineer. Like, yeah, he was an engineer. Dope. My grandpa was an engineer. Your grandpa was an engineer. Sure was. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, was in the Air Force. Worked with NASA. Like did all kinds of neat shit. Yeah, and I just recently found out. Like I come from like a crazy generation. Like my grandpa, the only person that's not a Mason and wasn't not like a master Mason was my dad. Like, my grandpa, my great-grandpa, my great-grandpa's dad, and, like, most of his brothers and my grandpa's brothers and goes back far are all Master Masons. Wild. So and your my dad, dad was, was like, nah. Well, I don't think, like, the thing is, like, they never talked about it. No oh, one talked right. about it. Yeah, you don't talk about it. Another Fight crazy club. thing. So, my great-grandpa was married to a woman of the Eastern Star. My grandpa... um was not, 
but my grandmother, her dad and his wife were both master masons in, um, of the Eastern Whoa. Star. Whoa. What the fuck? I don't know. What the fuck is that? Something going on there. There is. Yeah. I think about that constantly. I think about that constantly. Dad, like, why didn't you ask more questions? I need answers to right, this shit. Like, like, I was like, what do y'all do? Like, I get that it's just like a fraternal social club. Really, that's what it is. But that's I was what just. they want you to think. <laughs> you know? Because then, like, you know, but like, like, there's some interesting stuff there. Like, our but, like, the thing is, like, our house is full of, like, Masonic motifs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, like, I'm, like, I've recently gotten to collecting, like, Masonic motifs. I think they're very interesting. Like, little images and, like, you know, salt and pepper shakers uh-huh. and, like, weird, weird, like, uh, doilies and shit. Isn't it weird that everything had merch back then? Everything did. Everything. <laughs> everything had merch. Oh, shit, it's something that's popular? Make everything it. Yes. <laughs> like... So I've been collecting like vintage, weird Masonic imagery from my grandparents' house. Like everything would have a custom cup. Everything, if That's it was so popular, cool. they would make a custom cup. Oh, cigarettes are cool. Make it a cup. Marlboro. Uh huh. Marlboro cups. Oh, uh, chicken nuggets are cool because they just invented those. Make chicken nugget cups. Like chicken every- nugget cups. No, that's honestly that's a good idea. Movies. Every sell. fucking movie had a cup. And now if it's a tent pole, now you get a popcorn bucket, which I do yeah. collect a couple of those. You collect those? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> See, I, I, I got, I collect a lot of. I have things. nerdy tendencies. I do too. I collect a lot of shit. I've collect, I've kept every flyer that I've ever anybody's ever put in my hand. I have every Whoa. flyer all the way back to. See, I wish I had done that. Yeah. I really regret not doing something of that nature because yes. I forgot so much. Stickers, I have all the stickers, and that's I've, dope. Whenever, when, whenever I've had to like take the sticker, like I was done and I put a sticker on something, I just scraped it up, put it on a piece of paper, uh, cut the paper out to that shape, and I have that with the flyers. I have anxiety about that. I'm not gonna lie now because I love stickers now. I'm like, fuck. I kept Where every does it go? One. Where does it go? I've kept every single one obsessively. I'm, I'm very autistic and very like weird. So I've kept like all the flyers, all the posters, all the stickers. A list of all the shows. A list of all, yeah. A wow. fucking. Um, I collect records, cassettes. So if you CDs. go in, you go in deep. Yeah. You just dive right in and I do stuck. Yeah. I do, and like, I've had to. I've had to let go band shirts. That's something I can't. I can. I've told myself I'm not going to keep it all. They start to take up so much space. Yeah, I had 187 shirts. Holy shit! Yes, I had been That's keeping them, and like my girlfriend. My partner, my wife, she was like, she was like, we got to get rid of this shit. That's so you gotta let things shirts. go. And like she, like also, it's like I'm so fucking neurotic. She'd be like, let's just donate it to Goodwill. I'm like, fuck you. We're not donating it to I'm Goodwill. Sell all this is worth money. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't sell it. It's like I got to give it to people. Oh, who really want it? Who really want it, or uh, they don't know what it is, and then they get this like they get like this like fucking shirt from like you know like I don't know like cost or like page 99 or mm. like you know satia or like uh some like old like screamo band or old hardcore band right and then like they t- get that shirt and they're like oh i have a new favorite band you know yeah oh yeah absolutely they have a new favorite band well that's cool at least you made sure it went somewhere where it wouldn't just right. be tossed right and that's the thing she's like no we just need to just need to give it to goodwill so like i've given away so many shirts that's i, I don't think we own that many pairs of clothes, like items of clothing. Well, I was period. just like collecting it from like when the, like I had shirts, I had like the fucking great commission, 
like fucking oh for God, today that's... shit, like unnecessary shit, like Miss May I from like Hot Topic, like <laughs> yeah. I had like shit that you just don't basically fucking... just weren't throwing shit away. I yeah. I don't throw shit away. Yeah, yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> and so like I've got all these band charts, and I'm like, then I was like the like the scene revival came back. I'm like, good, it's time to get rid of this stuff. <laughs> it's time it's to time. fucking unload. Yes, the, 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 there's people that want this like bad scene merch. I know they do. <laughs> oh, you hop in some of those group chats or some of those. Uh... Not a group chat. What's the shit? The public pages. Some of those like music pages where they're like, everybody's from this era loves this kind of music. You just drop links. I see people all the time in the Furnace Fest one. I got this core of CDs. Yes. They're just like. uh, They're mediums. Who wants them? And a lot of people just give it away. Yeah. Or fucking. Oh, man. But there's some iconic old merch where when you see it, you just go, oh, man, I remember that. Like what? Just like the um, one of one of well, one of my all time favorites was the pink X under oath shirt. Yeah, and the X was like over the heart thing, and it's like the nerdiest, most yeah. screamo or shit they in had the, the world. Print like on the sleeve, like yes. the, like the name on the sleeve, or like the the, the 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 side of your shirt on the back or mm-hmm. something. You're like, what the fuck? Just crazy shit. Oh, the full all over. Pr- oh, when the all over print was happening with yes. the big giant full. Oh yeah, full that chest. The 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 scene shirts as they yeah. were called, bright colors. It's like a shark eating a goldfish. Those with- two, yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of trash, <laughs> yeah. but you know it all fa- it all finds homes and stuff. But <clears throat> I had to let go of shirts, and then I've also had to let go of like DVDs and VHS because I also collect DVDs sure. and VHS, and also collect like. I collect a lot of shit, dude. <sighs> Sounds like it. Yeah. I've got, like, VHS, DVDs, records. Like the obsessive-compulsive thing. Yeah, it is yeah. a little bit of that, to be real. Um, I do that from time to time, but then I yeah. stop myself because I'm poor. And, I, <laughs> and I that like helps. A, I'm really into, like, religion. I'm Like artifacts? No, just that, too, but, like, like religious text. Oh, okay. And I read a lot. Um... I'm, like, really big into, like, you know, right now, I kind of am, like, interested in, like, Judaism, and I'm also interested, like, I'm reading and studying Judaism, and, like, I'm reading and studying, like, like ceremonial magic and, uh, like, Thelema, and so, like, I've been studying a lot of that, but I was, like, really into, like, Eastern philosophy, yeah, and yeah. so, like, I've been, and also artifacts, yes, uh, where I've been collecting and, like, reading and learning shit. Wow, and, like, that's cool. like, a lot of, like, different kinds of, like, Buddhism and shit like that. So I've, I've been trying to build more an expansive library and like basically, uh, you know, trying to like study that. That's cool. Cause a lot of, a lot of those old books and like grimoires and shit is expensive. Like if you're getting like real shit, it's see, expensive. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's costly. Absolutely. But it's, it's cool shit. And so I've got a lot of books I collect a lot, of, a lot books. of books too. Damn. Yeah, I collect a lot of books. I've got uh, my one of my favorite things is I got like a very very early edition of like Allen Ginsberg's Kaddish, Allen Ginsberg's How. I've got like a second edition of like Naked Lunch by William S. Burroughs. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I collect like a lot of old books. I like you got a lot of shelves. No. No. No, we do. You uh, need right, a lot of shelves. I need a lot <laughs> yeah. of shelves. I keep. I keep. Uh, that's why I was online. I was like, dude, I gotta get. A, I gotta get a book. Sh- a more bookshelf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you gotta. Go, you gotta go find a movie place going out of business. They have those open face shelving just all in there, mm-hmm. so you can just show off all your cool shit. Yeah. Here's also every movie. I collect autographs. 
autographs? Yes, I'm, I'm. That's pretty easy to collect, though. Well, yeah, I, I I'm really into old Hollywood autographs. Oh, like that. Oh, I yes, see. Yes, and I'm really memorabilia into, stuff. Memorabilia stuff. I like old Hollywood autographs, and I collect uh, iconic queer autographs. Like I've got like, uh, or like iconic like queer actresses or sure. trans actresses yeah. or queer directors and shit like that. I've got a lot of autographs, and I'm uh, really into that. So I got a lot of that. Um, Hollywood memorabilia shit. I, I like that shit too. Yeah, a lot. Um, but like, I, I did when I was younger. I really liked like the you could buy like the cuts of the actual film. Oh yeah, I, have, I was I really into that for too, a yeah. while. Yeah, I have um, my fa- my my favorite autograph that I have is Kenneth Anger. I have a Kenneth Anger tattoo. He's my favorite director. Uh, right here, Kenneth Anger. Oh yeah. He's a he 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 he, he was an early uh, queer horror movie director. He directed. This is a pretty interesting fact. He directed the first queer like body horror film, and he almost went to prison for it. Whoa! Yeah, he was. He was because it was illegal, or yeah, it was, it was illegal. Okay. He was like, and he was a teenager. Was it in this country? Yeah, it was in California. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was born and raised in Beverly Hills, um, and he was like, he was like a, a queer, like a cult, like he was immersed in like a cult, the occult and shit, mm-hmm. and um, he directed some of the first like like surreal queer like body horror films and horror films sorry is this going on too long no i'm fa- it's fascinating I, i'm just like okay so i don't sorry mean- i'm zoned in sorry so, i like yeah. when people are passionate about shit yeah so he he directed like this movie called fireworks and um fireworks uh one person did get arrested for it um uh, yeah, I think I've heard about that. Yeah, and um, he himself I arrested for making a movie. Yeah, he 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 himself went to court, and then like he had to fight court because the movie um, was just so sexually controversial, provocative, provocative. Yeah, mm-hmm. and actually, Allen Ginsberg, I remember. No, it wasn't that movie. That was actually Scorpio Rising. Scorpio Rising. He actually had to go back to court again. Damn. Yes, because that movie was incredibly sexually controversial too. And um, they were not happy about it. And then they had to fight for, like, copyright rule-like shit and also just, like, um, censorship. Right. Back in those days, it, I feel like that was a lot of things. Yeah, the, he, he was making movie queer movies in, like, the 40s and the 60s. That's wild. That was when his, his peak ended about 60, 70. Um, just he actually, from old age, I would assume. Yeah, he just recently died, actually. Damn! Yeah, he was born in 1921, and he died this year. What the fuck? He died in May. No quit. Yes, and the day that he died is when I got his tattoo. <laughs> I, 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 was that ironic or just you, no, no? No, oh, no. It was like I, I saw like okay, so I'm I'm actually like obsessed with him. Gotcha. Like, he's like a special interest of mine. Sure. I collect all of his shit. I've read all of his. I've, I'm just like my brain is like immersed in this weird man. Um, he's problematic. He's like got a lot of problematic qualities, but I really like him as a as a fucking movie director. Um, so, uh, yeah, he, as soon as he died, I was following like everything that I could and like his close friends and people that were still involved in his life. And then I was like, I, I, I immediately was like, all right, I'm going to call into work, called into work while I <laughs> probably messed up with me. And I was like, I was like, I gotta get this tattooed. And I got his autograph tattooed on my leg that day. Yeah. That day. I get that. Yeah. That day. Um, <clears throat> And I was gonna actually get his portrait. Uh, I'm thinking about. I've been thinking about getting his portrait tattooed on me. But um, that's my most proud, my most proud autograph that I have. That's awesome. Yeah, and I actually, it's a, it's a check 
that he got in like 85 Whoa. from Forrest Ackerman, who was a B horror movie, Z horror movie, mild director, <clears throat> but also just kind of like a cult horror, like cult horror film director. And like he directed like uh, weird B movies and he also like collected shit. Mm. He was like a collector of like um, Hollywood memorabilia and shit. And he was really well known in Hollywood and like the underground community. And he was putting on, like, a conference, and he paid Kenneth Anger $150. And then that ended up in some kind of, like, collection somewhere for a very long time. And now it's in my hands. It's at my house. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's <laughs> so badass. I've got, a, I've got his autograph. Um, that's probably my favorite one. And then um, I've got Amanda Lepore, and I love her. I'm try- I wanted to get um, Candy Darling. Hers is in the upper thousands. Uh, Holy fuck! Yeah, she's a trans actress from like the sixties. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was very. She worked with a lot with like uh, Andy. I could go on about this for hours. She worked with Andy Warhol, but gotcha. If we need to cut it short, soon. well, how, how long have we been going? Uh, six hours. Are you serious? No, 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 no. Fuck! Uh, I would be asleep. I, I'm. Two hours and eight minutes. That's oh, that's, that's perfect. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah, that's the perfect podcast link. I think. Yeah. Okay. There we go. You want to? Prom- do y'all have Instagram and shit yet for your band? Uh, we we do not. We're working on it. Got to get on it. So nothing really to like promote, I guess. So do not you have yet. any like thing you're about to do that you want to promote? Uh, at the time, I'm you know I'm mostly working on the threat stuff. Okay. And so look out for threat. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's about it right all now. All right, and we're all on the internet. Crashcast Pod, Twitter, Crashcast Pod One. This has been badass. Thanks yeah. for coming. Uh, thanks for being late at night. Actually, I'm I'm actually glad because today I actually needed the rest, and I appreciate the shit out of yeah. it. Um, thank you for listening. Peace. Welcome, Don't you start tagging my tag, Kurt. <laughs>